0: a world where Carolina Panthers fans have an insatiable thirst for Panthers news and opinions only one podcast roars ferociously it's the C3 Panthers podcast
3: What's the deal, Panther fans? It's your boy, Tony Dunn, a.k.a. The Professor, and it's the C3 Panthers Podcast, brought to you by carolinacatchronicles.com, where every Tuesday night we chop up the latest Panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective. I'm here with my wheel man, Cody Lashney. We've got a lot to talk about, including your favorite quarterback, Baker, Baker, bake me a cake, Mr. Baker Mayfield, man.
4: Uh, Tony Dunn, they said that there's a fine line Between love and hate. And let me tell you, the Carolina Panthers, they do a really good job of making us all find out where that line is, man. Let me tell you, so much to talk about. More rumors about Baker Mayfield abound. Carlos Dunlap was brought into the building. Um, Then again, Robbie Anderson is up to his old diva tactics threatening retirement. Tony, there's always something to talk about. On a Tuesday night without fail, and what's even more without fail is the badass Panther fans that we get to hang out with every Tuesday on YouTube. You know them and love them. It's our man Drew AJ Lindsey, Carolina M, Dan Floyd, Joey the Blind Panther, Esquivel, Len Leon Hart, what's up, Len? Matt knows nothing, popping bullets first, the Rat King, NFL kid. Thomas Tomlinson, Tim Estes, Ten Tizzy, Tony Dunn. Ain't nothing to it but to do it, brother. Let's roll.
3: You know it. The number is 252-228-5098. That's 252-228-5098. You can jump into the conversation. The longest running Panthers podcast. We got CK in the house. How you doing?
2: Oh, you know, just you know what what, what do we know? I'm doing living the dream. Enjoying 32 least attempting to um you know just happy to be here with you boys uh to discuss uh, the panthers one more night of the week one more week closer to uh panthers football and uh honestly i'm getting a little antsy i'm ready for uh training camp to start i know we got the mini camp to talk about but i'm ready for training camp i'm ready for this thing to kick off so we can know who we really got in this uh, on this team and
5: whether matt rule can have a nice redemption story this year
3: greg's in the house uh are you a jurassic park guy
5: I do enjoy the movies. I'm not crazy about it. I haven't seen the new one yet, but I me want either. to see it. It's just not priority for me.
3: Has not gotten good reviews, but it's made a t- shit ton of money.
5: Hasn't gotten good reviews uh, from critics, but um, but uh, what sort I'm looking for? Consumers, Bad. us, fans. Yes. Uh, great reviews from what I've heard so far. Wow. Okay. So, but right. that's, that's typical for a movie. Dude, I thought that after the draft, we were going to be done with quarterback talk, man. Or at least at least mm. adding like a trading for, for one of these big name quarterbacks. I thought that right. drafting Matt, uh, Matt Corral was that, that was, was the end. Yeah. I mean, maybe picking up somebody in free agency or something like that. I can understand somebody, you know, maybe another body in there for competition, whatever, but the big trade for the big name, I thought we were done with that. I'm so ready to be done with that.
3: Well, unfortunately you're not another day go goes by and there is another um, lawsuit against Deshaun Watson and another rumor about the Carolina Panthers continuing to pursue Baker Mayfield. And this all started with Jonathan Jones tweeting. I think this was today, maybe. Was he? Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, the 14th. Here it is. Yeah, right on the screen. 14th. There's urgent here. There's two tweets right in a row that he fires off that started the fury of conversation among Panther fans and the media. There's an urgency, he he writes, on Carolina's side to execute the deal. So soon so Mayfield can get some time in minicamp with the Panthers. For the Browns, it's the best offer they have talks going on. He continues to write on Twitter as mini camps begin today for the Browns and Panth- as for the Browns and Panthers. Trade talks between the teams continue surrounding quarterback Baker Mayfield per sources. The main issue remains Mayfield's salary and how much or how little teams pay. So, Cody, another day, another Deshaun Watson lawsuit, and another link. More smoke, more rumors, more fire to your favorite man, Baker Mayfield. Bake me a cake.
4: Tony, CK, Greg, C3 Panther faithful. Isn't it not true that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over hoping for different results? Is that not the very definition of insanity? Because let me tell you what, I feel like the Carolina Panthers have gone full-blown fucking insane, dude. Look, I know everyone wants to sell themselves on this bill of goods that Baker Mayfield is such an upgrade at the quarterback position. And I'm just here to tell you, man, that people underestimate how good, Not only that Brown's offensive line was, but the weapons that they had. Uh, Their coach is amongst one of the highly touted coaches in the NFL. Uh, Listen, this will be the third year, the third consecutive year in a row under Matt Rule's tenure that the Carolina Panthers are giving up money and assets to go and get the sloppy seconds Of every other football team that doesn't want their has-been quarterback, it's absolutely bullshit, man. And for everyone pretending like the results are going to somehow be different, what does that do other than muddy the waters? We have Sam Darnold trying to rejuvenate his career, and I understand no one gives a fuck about that. No one cares about Sam Darnold. But now if you bring in Baker Mayfield, does anyone think that Baker Mayfield wants to come in to be a stopgap for the Carolina Panthers until Matt Corral is ready to be the quarterback? Mm -hmm. Everyone is out of their fucking minds, dude. Mm -hmm. It makes no sense. And this is the type of mediocrity bullshit that the Panthers continue to bog themselves down in year after year after year. And it's bullshit, man. And one more thing, I don't buy for one fucking second. That Matt Rule has nothing to do but wanting Baker Mayfield. This is him. This is his M.O. That's what it does. He goes to get other quarterbacks that he feels he can reinvent and then fails to do so. And do we expect that somehow that's about to be different with Baker Mayfield? Hmm. Bro, come on, man. Matt Rule is attempting to save his job. And we're going to bring in another quarterback for a lame duck head coach. I'm sorry, man. It's bullshit. And I'm not happy about it at all. And I'm not going to pretend to be.
5: No. To be fair, had this happened last year, if we had the option of Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold last year, I'm taking Baker Mayfield all day, every day. But we're past that point. It's too late for that now. Like, we just can't do it. So I, I think you're right, Cody. It's insane to dive back into that and do the exact same thing. And somebody in the chat said starting Corral is dumb too because he won't be ready till the middle of the season. I'm so tired of hearing that. These guys have played their whole lives. They've got, This is what they prepared for their whole lives. They were drafted to do this. It's what they're getting paid for. If you If it's what you're supposed to do, go in there and do it. You should be ready right then. I get it might be nice to have time to get the speed of the game, but you're getting paid and you prepared your whole life for this moment. Go do it. Like, I don't like that they're not going to be ready yet. Well, they're going to learn to get ready. <laughs> like, that's why, all there is to it. And no no other job does it work that way.
4: Why Why was it different for Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson, who were also late-round picks, who were thrusted into the limelight and had to be able to start? And mm-hmm. then they had to. like. Well, because
1: I, Russell
3: what? Wilson played a lot of college football, too. Yeah. I mean, he didn't – you know, I mean, Matt Corral's, what, played two years?
4: Yeah, he's played two years. It's not like the... uh Yeah,
3: see, like, uh, Russell Wilson played, like, almost five, I felt like. I mean, he had some... I mean, he played baseball baseball, and football. He played two years... At least two years at State and then two years at... I guess it was Washington or Washington State or something like that. And and he killed it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... I think he was far more ahead of Matt Corral as a prospect then. I think, however, um, at that time people were a lot more hesitant to pick quarterbacks that were short. I mean, it was in fashion at that time to pick really tall quarterbacks. It was like the John Elway stamp on the NFL. I mean, even Cam Newton was, you know, I mean, the big, pro, you know, big guy that comes out. But then you had people remember those guy that was like the, what the, Broncos drafted like three of them. One of them was like six, seven, or some Osweiler or something like that. Yeah, it, 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 well, there guy. was Osweiler, yeah, and then yeah. there was one other one too. So I don't know if Russell Wilson's the best comparison, Cody, um, but I think when you go to your point of like repeat, repeat, there's one thing is like, is it? It's you got to have kind of multiple conversations on this. First, is it Sam Darnold or? baker mayfield and if that's just the comparison then you have to you can make a decision not make a decision on that but people are talking that so one conversation floating around is who would you rather have baker mayfield or sam darnold right so can we answer that around the horn just without any other implications would you rather cody just on if we were picking teams today have baker mayfield or sam darnold
4: yeah if we didn't have corral and i'm just picking between the two Then I'm picking uh, to buy a narrow. I don't even want it to come out of my mouth, dude. How about that? I don't want anything to do with Baker Mayfield on this team, man. Listen. I'm CK, kidding. who you picking? He's, he's better than Sam. but just still, straight up.
3: Because we're going to have another. We have, we're going to add another layer to this. Don't worry. CK, Baker Mayfield.
5: All right. Greg? I'm taking Baker, man. He has flashes that Sam's never had.
3: I need to know if his shoulder is good right now. Right. Right. So that would be one Aaron question important. I have, but I would say, you know what? Yes. Is uh Baker Mayf- Mayfield's got the moxie that Sam Darnold doesn't have the mm-hmm. confidence in himself, whether right. you have it or not. All right. So next question though, goes is when you repeat the insanity is like, will this just be, will this be an acquisition that doesn't cost us anything? Because the one of the the real problem with the Sam Darnold thing isn't Sam Darnold only. It was that we gave up the picks. You know, is that we didn't get Sam Darnold for a seventh, right? Right. So if Sam is if Baker Mayfield comes at any cost, right at all, whether it's a like what's the pick that's just automatically too expensive to negate the anything Baker Mayfield over. anything
2: higher than a, a fifth round pick.
4: You took the words right out of my mouth. Anything higher than a fifth round pick. Even that is like, I I don't want to give up that. And apparently that's the point of contention is that the Browns, they don't want to come down to the asking price that the Carolina Panthers are wanting them to come down to.
2: The word is like, if you read the article, the Panthers have the best offer out there. The biggest problem is the salary. And that is it. That's what I was going to
5: say. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't mind the picks at all. It's the salary. If we could get it for free and give a, like a sixth and a seventh, well, in theory, it's a salary
3: swap. In theory, well, it's a they, salary I would and, be okay well, with if it. They, that's that's the assuming that it's a Sam Darnold, Darnold swap. That's they they would assuming have to that take
2: Sam Darnold. That's assuming that they want him. Right, like that's a okay. part of it. But right. I would, I would take any, that. Right. I would
3: take a straight, which trade they, might, they might, they might, given the fact that Deshaun Watson is could be suspended. Now, the last question here, this third layer question, is. That sal- is the salary part mm-hmm. right there because what the problem with Darnold was is that, again, we overpaid, he wasn't that great, and then we also gave up picks. So would Baker Mayfield, if they took Sam Darnold from us, be cheaper? So, I mean, like these are the last things. Like those are the only things you can. And you got to put them all together. Right. To kind of figure out if it's worth it at all. It and wouldn't be cheaper. If the question is like you're winning almost on all of those. Then I don't even know if you should do it.
2: The, the, the Browns are not going to give Baker like a clean swap with Sam Darnold. It's not going to happen. Right. That part we know. Like they understand that they gotta save
3: some money. That's right. what they gotta do. They've spent a
2: bazillion dollars. Right. That's a good portion of what we're talking about here. Like they're willing to pick pick up part of his salary, but they're wanting to make some savings. So that's number one. We're going to eat part of his his contract. Um. The question is that what that tells me is that there is zero chance that they have of taking Sam Darnold on, right? Um, and so what that tells me is not only would we be t- eating salary, we would also be taking uh, giving away a draft pick of some sort, probably a later round draft pick. Let's be real about it. The Browns have no leverage here. Um, and then on top of that, then we have to figure out what to do with Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. And are we going to have two of the quarterbacks uh, on the same team? That were first round picks in the same back to back. You can't
3: have Baker and Sam on the same. Exactly. Like, I mean, that makes it so ridiculous. I don't
4: think that Matt Rule wants to get rid of Sam Darnold.
3: I
2: don't either. I think
4: think they have spent so much time on Sam trying to invest in him and turn him around and give him every opportunity to be a franchise quarterback that I really don't think they want to offload him, especially if everyone's out here believing hook, line, and sinker that matt rule is prepared to go forward with sam Darnold and matt corral
3: one final question the the last layer to this because it's i'm trying to build all these questions also on the kind of the context of what cody is saying that are we just repeating the same insanity so the final question is and why did it just slip from my mind oh um part of the problems are the challenges for both Teddy Bridgewater and Sam Darnold, and really the leverage part that we have lacked, which we seem to lack right now with the Browns, right? It almost seems like they have more leverage than we do because we want more than they have to give up. Would yeah. we be bringing in a quarterback on a short kind of, Quick turn, you know, look, Teddy didn't have, they didn't have OTAs or, or they didn't have any of that because of COVID. Sam Darnold was brought in late, kind of late in the process mm. in mm. some way. So a lot of people have said, you know, I mean, all he got was, you know, is like, did he fully get enough time to work with everybody? That was, are you going to then just repeat the same shortened timeline that you could have avoided Two months ago,
4: I think so, and I, I also, again, I know I'm the most outspoken on this. I just can't stand it, dude. Like, it's, it's, like it's times like this that really try your fandom. And, dude, I'm not going nowhere. Okay, no one's questioning my fandom. But the thing about it is, is that look how much money we have paid combined to Teddy Bridgewater and Sam Donald, and then now we're gonna bring in Baker Mayfield. And I want to drive this point home, too. It's like, if the Panthers are going to go and get Baker Mayfield, to me, that's more of a long-term commitment than everybody's wanting to make it out to be. Everyone's wanting to do this pie in the sky. Oh, well, you know, we'll give Baker eight games, and then if he isn't good, let Matt Corral step up. It's like, no, no. If we're going to be a middle-of-the-pack football team, let's say the Panthers go 9-8. and narrowly missed the playoffs okay then we're a middle of the pack football team with another basic pitch quarterback and we didn't get Matt uh, theoretically under that scenario we wouldn't have gotten Matt Corral any playing time to know what we even have in the rookie quarterback mm-hmm. right and it's like that's important man that's that whole conversation that we were having last year with Brady Christensen now we're still wondering about where his best position on the offensive line is because we don't truly know because he wasn't given the opportunity. And another thing about Baker himself, if you go and watch people who do film breakdowns of Baker Mayfield, this man from a clean pocket is constantly drifting to the left. He's drifting to the right, but he never ever trusts his arm talent enough to be able to stand there Zip it and rip it, dude. He has terrible footwork. He does this double pump thing where he'll go to throw the football, but you won't throw it, and then he'll throw it again. After that, dude, it's like he has terrible mechanics, and he has not proven himself. Well, I feel like to Sam Darnold has that same double pump. Sam Darnold, Sam's just stupid.
5: Sam, Sam is, is still stupid.
4: Right into double coverage, yeah.
5: and just- I, I have a question about this. So, just hypothetically if we get sam darnold does this 100 mean that matt corral is not going to start because there's no way you pay two quarterbacks no
3: if we get baker you
5: mean baker mayfield that's what i'm gonna say yeah baker mayfield like there's no way you pay pay baker mayfield and sam darnold and play matt corral right like there's right. absolutely no way that happens so worst case scenario just crossed my mind what if they traded matt corral for you can't do that, you, you can get, do that. What would stop you, you nobody would ever give it? It would you be stupid, but we're talking about the Panthers pay for him in the run. draft, they would automatically <laughs> give you. Oh, like dude, a if that
4: happened, let's go, right. Chargers, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
5: that would be a riot it, the Worst case scenario, well, you mind. could not.
3: I think what Greg also is just highlighting here is that if you do bring in Baker Mayfield, Sam Dorn you cannot have Sam, all three of them on the team. Nah. Like that would just oh, look like such right. a retard. Like, and sorry, PJ Walker, a, it was so it looked yeah. so ridiculous. Well, you wouldn't have PJ. You would go ahead and cut him, and nobody would care. But what I'm saying is this: is you could not. I'm, like is you know how the Panthers putting up all those fun team tweets, like right. uh, stuff like this is like imagine the fun the tweet they have with the three quarter- the quarterback room. It's like oh they
2: have all three of them standing beside each other like this that would be so you could not do that
3: that would be so ridiculous it would just be like clown they could put them in a clown car
2: how hysterical would it be if they had like they brought baker they had sam they have matt corral but they start pj walker
3: oh i know or or, yeah they bring um, here is here's the problem with an uh, here's one more issue that what if baker mayfield kind of worked that out. would make it even worse. You know what I'm saying? Is like yeah. this is like is it, if Sam Darnold goes and wins nine games this year, I don't think the Panthers are re signing them to be their quarterback right. the following right.
2: year. Well, it depends as if, well. It depends if Baker
3: it. came in and won nine games. I think you're sitting there going, Do we need to give Baker a deal? I agree, especially if you traded for him, you know what I'm saying? And you like that, like and it looks like it worked for the right. Think about that. Is they how? What would? That's what we kind of got to think of. Is like, would you if we won ten games and Sam Darnold was pretty good in that period, would you re-sign him the next year? Yes or no? Right around the horn. Quick fire.
4: Say, say it again. If he's like, good. we win ten
3: games and Sam Darnold is the best Sam Darnold you've seen.
2: Yes, because you'll still get him cheaper than you would if he was okay. like.
3: All right, so that's a 10-game rookie. All right. Um, I say if, no. Okay, Greg says no.
4: I think I also would say no.
5: I think you do okay. what they did with, uh, what's his name, Alex Smith and uh, and uh, old yeah, 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 Holmes right there. But you, you can't, just,
3: can't you... trade him at that point because you don't have any more time on the deal. You
4: just let him go. You're not, you're cool. not going to be able to get okay. any value for Sam
3: Darnold. I kind of am with CK is that he wouldn't command enough. But here, what if Baker Mayfield wins nine games and he's, you know, pretty darn good? I I think this is the problem. I'm with CK. I think, well, that Sam Darnold would be cheaper than Mayfield would be. So then right. you have to would you, if nine games and Baker Mayfield had that 23 touchdowns, seven interception season, he had 3,800 yards. Panthers win nine games. What are they doing? You know,
2: right? Yeah,
3: and that's kind I, of this. That's the kind of fear of the Baker Mayfield, yeah thing. Is that like waters. wow? Is, and then what do you get the next year? Do you pay then him real money at a yeah. high? You know, even if it's three years, by that point it's gonna be thirty million a year.
4: All right. And by the way, could I not make the case that out of all the free agent signings that we've made, how we've tooled the football team? what McAdoo wants to do with the offense. Three, count them, three big-time upgrades on the offensive line in Bozeman, Corbett, and Aquanu. Like, it, okay, what we're going to bring Baker Mayfield in here to do, why can't Sam Donald and Matt Corral do that? We're going to hand off the football. We're primarily going to dink and dunk. We're probably going to use our tight ends some more, which I like for no matter what quarterback we're talking about. And they're going to take opportunities to push the ball downfield, you know, when they have the opportunity to do so. But they they want to run the football. That's what Deontay Foreman signing was all about. Christian McCaffrey coming back healthy. You
3: can't so, say that. Ben McAdoo doesn't like to run the football, man.
4: Dude, they're going to run the football. They're going to run the fuck out of the football.
3: I don't think you can get... We can completely g- let you get away with saying, what can Sam Darnold... I mean, what can Baker Mayfield do that Sam Darnold yeah, couldn't... And, and I tell you this, is we've seen Baker Mayfield have success in the NFL. Right. We've never seen Sam Darnold have success, exactly. and we've never seen Matt Corral have success. So I th- I don't think we can, like, completely just wash that away as, like, what... Right now is that... That comparison re- relies on, and I'm t- leaning in your direction too, so I don't think it is, but is it relies on the idea that Sam Darnold behind a better offensive line will be better.
4: Yeah, and I mean, listen, we won three games last or year with be, an yeah. offensive line was, was terrible at the start of the year. And that's my point, is that our offense this year shouldn't be some crazy offense that's going to take a whole lot of 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 learning, if we're just gonna hand the ball off and take shots. How about this? Yes, Baker Mayfield has gone farther on a better football team. Yes. No, how about this? No. How about this? Sam Darnold from a physical perspective has a better frame and quarterback build and body and arm than Baker Mayfield does. I'm not saying that it's better, but if you're going to yeah, bank but that's on just like potential, saying because you
5: have a big if, D, you're better in no, the he's right. got a better bank, one than Tom Brady too. But he's not better than Tom if Brady. If you're going <laughs> to bank on
4: potential and the 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 signings that you've made in the offseason and how you have built the offense, there's no reason why Sam Darnold or Matt Corral, what what is Baker Mayfield going to do that either of those two can't? No. I,
5: I'm not in total disagreement with you there, Cody. Like I said, I think he would be an upgrade from from Darnold, but I don't think he's the answer. But I do feel like what Tony says: if he wins ten games and we bring him in here, he's getting a contract. He's a number one pick. nine, a contract, I, think, he's, I think. If
3: he wins nine games, yeah, I mean, the he's getting contract. Like that might save Matt Rule's job. Yeah, and if they traded for Baker, they could like. Wouldn't you also want it to work?
5: Yeah, no, I definitely would. You would want to work. I know, right, but like, like if
3: you're a Scott Fitter and Matt, and oh, yeah. you're Matt Rule and you keep Matt Rule another year and Baker Mayfield helped you basically turn the team around and, you, you know, like imagine if you just let him walk.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and you traded him or just yeah. to
3: get the nine wins and be back where you were. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is like if you, if Baker Mayfield comes, if you trade for Baker Mayfield and have any semblance of success, you gotta bring him back as the quarterback in 2023, or else you mm-hmm. the trade looks dumb.
5: Yeah, because somebody's gonna like, want if he's successful you at know? that
4: point in time. What did you draft Matt Corral for?
5: That's I, the I problem. Don't, I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't well, want Matt late.
4: Corral to sit for the next two or three seasons mm-hmm. behind Baker Fucking Mayfield, mm-hmm. dude. And by the way, shout out to Sports Nut in the chat, CJA. He says, uh, you know, he's asking me, he's like, what, you just want to roll with Sam instead? Yes, yeah, CJ, I do want to roll with Sam instead because you know what? That's a shorter bridge to Matt Corral. Hmm. And that is the only quarterback for the Panthers that I'm willing to be excited for this season because at least there's the hope of untapped college potential in Matt Corral. And it's like, you kill two birds for one stone. Matt rule. And, and this you know front office, or this coaching staff rather, they connected themselves to Sam Darnold when they traded a third, or a fifth, and a sixth, or whatever it was last year. You have given him the opportunity, the last one that he will ever have, to prove that he's a starting NFL quarterback. And then if he doesn't do it, it's time to put the rookie in. And I'm sorry, I do not adhere to this mindset that if you put him in, or you're going to ruin him forever, and he'll be broken for good. Right. Well, agree. no one's saying that about Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields or Zach Wilson. I and mean, yeah, Well, no, actually, picks, some
3: people but, are maybe saying that. Yeah, yeah, but
4: they're stupid. <laughs> like, come on. Don't, and you, guys you have, that have you to recognize, do. too,
3: the too. NFL does not have the shelf life that it did 15 years ago, 20 years, 30 years ago, is that whether it's the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do, there's no more Jake Delums. You know, guys that come up late and all of a sudden become good quarterbacks and things like that is like it's a win now league more Mm -hmm. than ever is that I've watched Panther fans turn their backs on fifth-round cornerbacks who have been good in a heartbeat. Mm -hmm. Look at the talk about a dang Dante Jackson, whether he's a boot. You know what I mean? Like, is that there is no – the timeline for development has only been accelerated whether you're for in, for every position in the NFL, and that goes for quarterback too. You're trying to tell me that if Matt Corral uh, isn't starting and awesome in 2024, that the Panthers are really going to wait around in 2025. You know, what I'm saying? like, at right. like what he's yeah. going to have to show something quick because they didn't invest a bazillion yeah. all the assets in him. So mm-hmm. if it's not if he's not the starting quarterback, at least in sometime in 2024. I don't know if he will be, and that might not be right. It might not, you know, but it's the way the NFL, I think, has is leaning.
5: Mm -hmm. Right. Hey, real quick, Cody, can you say the name of the names of those three new linemen again?
4: Bradley Bozeman as our new center. Just
5: just the last names.
4: Bozeman, Corbett and Equanu.
5: Does that not sound like a law firm? there's a t-shirt idea. there's a t-shirt idea right there oh, no, but, like dude I gotta firm. be honest
4: with you the last time the law firm was connected to the panthers it was not a good time <laughs> yeah
5: okay and, and it so may,
4: maybe that might bring back some uh some uh, some PTSD of 2017 that panther fans might not
3: want say that but, again
4: uh, yeah it, dude the last time the panthers were connected to a, a law firm, that was pretty tragic for us. Remember in Which 2017, we had no receivers. We had Brenton Burson. Come on, chat, help me out. What were those nah, nobody was
2: bad
3: before? Burson, Burson,
2: uh Corey. Oh god, was
0: it Jones? No, Corey, uh,
4: come on. The, it, I, when I, we I, went to the, uh, the the Superdome in uh 2017 in the in the playoffs, we had a hurt, sorry, Devin Funches, we had uh uh Brenton Burson. And two other guys that are not on the team anymore that I literally don't even remember, dude. I
5: think I Clay. There we now. go.
4: Kalen yeah. and Clay. How could I forget him dropping Cam Newton's dime of a pass that should have been a touchdown that could have won us that game? How could I forget that, dude?
3: That is a good. point. You I have to, to do thing. something like um, <laughs> to the effect of, um, like uh, stuck. Um, don't cross stuck on the wall call don't call Aquanu (laughs) Corbett Bozeman or you know I'm saying like is there will be a wall that's what we're hoping for build that wall we are not gonna they are certainly not a um an immigrant law firm right they are not defending (laughs) immigrants they are trying to build walls in America they are isolationists I hope I hope they are (laughs) (laughs) um I just one other complicating fact I think is that one day before this stuff about Baker Mayfield hit the when yesterday it just we saw Joe Person say that it looks like the Panthers are warming to the idea of Sam Darnold. So like that's what some people Panther Pickles been saying that all day is like what who's right like who is and at the end of the day how what do you think the real interest level is for the Panthers, whether you like it or not. I know you don't want it, Cody, but yeah. do you think that the interest level is real?
4: Oh, I have no doubt that it's real. Too many people have reported on it for it to not be real. Uh, I mean, Jonathan, uh, Jonathan Jones, you know, Joe person, I think had even mentioned something about it. I know, uh, Pat Man, and it's been months, it's been months of
3: it. the rumors in the connection. And, 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 you know?
4: and it just, it, it keeps on going too. It's like, it's, where there's smoke, there's fire. There's a reason why the Panthers are the ones that continue to be a part of this. And again, like, that's why I don't believe that, you know, I'm gonna have to find the the, the original tweet. Someone put out that, oh, Matt Rule, he's prepared to go with Sam Darnold and Matt Corral. Dude, bullshit, that was your person man.
3: just the day before.
4: I don't believe that shit for a second. Well, you have dude. to
3: be prepared for it. You have to be prepared for it because that's really no, what you're most positioned to do. I, no, that, and, it would look, be, and you're asking them to be prepared for it right now. Right. Cody, what that's I'm what you're actually is, advocating is rolling with Donald and Corral.
4: Right? I mean, look, that's what I want to do. But the fact of the matter is I don't believe that Matt Rule is just like, well, no, we don't really need Banker. Like if we really don't need Baker, then why are we if you're the head coach, then why are you even entertaining this? If I'm the head coach of well, the you Carolina can't Panthers say
3: that you well, don't want to roll with if they, I'm they the didn't head, they didn't like Sam Darnold for months, but they can't come out and really say we're not gonna play with them. <laughs> I mean they have to.
4: So then what then? Okay, so we know that Ben McAdoo didn't like uh Baker Mayfield during the 2017 draft. So if Baker So if Ben McAdoo didn't like Baker Mayfield and Matt Darnold either and, and, and behind and then Matt Rule apparently doesn't want Baker Mayfield. So you're telling me that what Fitterer is the one chomping at the bit to get Baker Mayfield on the football team. And more importantly, if you are Matt Rule and you don't want Baker, then why wouldn't you just come out and say that to Fitterer? Like, no, we're good. Let's roll with what we have. Matt Rule is the one with the job on the line. That's why I don't believe that bullshit.
5: Look, I think the Panthers are in a, the same quarterback situation that I am with a truck. It's kind of how I look at it. Like, I've got a truck that I can put a little bit of money into and I can fix it and I can run with it. And it's going to run just fine, like Sam Darnold, okay? Now, the dealerships have all these trucks that I could pay about the same amount of money for and I could get and I could probably get about the same product and buy one of these trucks. So when I go to the dealership, I have the leverage. Like if he's going to try to argue with me about something that's like, you're going to walk away from this car because you can't pay 10 extra dollars a month. Well, are you going to walk away from this sale? Cause you want to make 10 extra dollars a month because I can go back to my old truck. That's the, what I think the Panthers are in. Like, yeah, we'll look at that if we feel like it's the best thing for us and it works. But if it doesn't, we're cool. With what we right. got. I the don't think they're one... pursuing it, but they're not closed minded to it happen.
3: The one you difficulty know? with that analogy though is, now this kind of fits the Panthers' mo of desperately grasping for a quarterback at this point to get yeah. you a couple of wins sure. over the, sure. the over the short term. But if you're um, Matt Rule and
5: you need those wins to save your job, wouldn't you do it? Like if if, if Matt Rule well, thinks you know, that he needs the to fear, win ten games like, this year to save his job, he's going to try to do it. I think.
3: But you would hope that the Panthers have are are you know trying to take a
2: more cooler heads will prevail. Yeah, position.
5: Yeah, Greg,
4: do you see what I'm saying though? Like, if okay, if you're bringing in Baker Mayfield, it's to save Matt Rule's job. Like, are y'all? I I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not not saying you're. you're I'm not saying you're disagreeing. I'm saying like, like, come on, we gotta put the we gotta put the pieces together, people. Mm -hmm. Like, it's obvious that if we were to get Baker Mayfield, they think that he's a more proven starter than anyone that we have right now. And Matt Rule needs some Ws. So this is 1,000% to save Matt Rule's job. I'm not buying that he has no part in this, man. That's all horse shit, dude.
2: I, uh, I, you know, I've been watching the uh, the press conferences and everything. And, you know, one of the things, I, I, I almost want Matt Rule to be a good coach. Like, and I hate saying that because I don't want him to be the coach. But, like, i uh, i I do agree I think the Baker Mayfield thing would be just simply to save his job, but i don't I don't know if I just don't know what it would again I, I've said this before, and I think we've we've touched base on it uh enough times, but like the constant repeating of this, this buying high and selling low, and just never walking away we're just constantly been digging ourselves into a hole and I think every year somehow we find ourselves being optimistic about this team. And I don't think Baker Mayfield is the answer, especially if it costs, unless it is a straight up swap, which it will not be. But unless it's a straight up swap, there is no reason to bring Baker Mayfield to this team. There is no reason to give up future draft capital. You know, even if it is a sixth or seventh round pick and we have to eat $5 million and that's it, right? Uh, that six or seven, even though we don't value that, that what's going to happen and inevitably is the same thing that's going to happen with, with Sam Darnold. And that is, We're going to look back on the second round pick that we gave for Sam Darnold, the sixth round pick that we gave for Baker Mayfield and see what players were available and beat ourselves up because they're going to be all stars. Right. And so like it's obviously (laughs) hindsight's always 2020. But I I think I agree. I think that this is a move that is a zero sum game. There is no reason. There is no winner. um, And the only person that comes out on top would be Baker Mayfield.
3: Yeah. I have a problem. My my problem with Matt Rule right now is I was so, you know, I got so upset last year where I wouldn't even call him by his name. I've tried to forgive him this year. But my thing is this is he's not tough guy enough for me and he's not smart guy enough for me. So I need to either be wowed by like how like uh how Stefanski was or right. or, or uh Mike Reed is or, you know what I'm saying? Like to where these guys know so much. Or even I think the Chargers coaches like this is like he just yeah. is so smart that I have faith in his smartness, yeah right, in his intellect. Or Sean Payton. Think of Sean Payton type is that you think of like, hey, this guy is such a football guru that I have faith. I don't think Matt Rule is – I'm not saying he doesn't know anything about football. That's not what I'm trying to say. But it's not like, oh, I'm so wowed by his football guru-ness. And then on the other hand, he's not tough guy enough, right? Uh-huh. Like, it's like, if you're not football guru, dude, you got to kind of be Ron Rivera, dude, or the gruff. Like we can, we're going to, even Bill Belichick, who is actually football guru, he just doesn't let you know it all the time. I mean, he does when he talks about players and how to take away, like how to attack other teams, but he's tough guy, you know, like right. uh Harbaugh kind of tough guy. These are tough guys to me. And Matt rules just right in the middle. And like, it's like, uh, he would be a good manager of your restaurant. Right. But is it the, like, is all of a sudden that you're going to put his name on the, the, the window? No. It's like, uh, so I just, that's where I'm kind of in Matt yeah. rule. I thought he was starting to feel more comfortable and confident. I listened to the press conference today. I mean, I pulled it up on YouTube, but I was doing crap in my kitchen. So I just stuck my phone in the pocket. So it's just all audio. And I didn't get this moxie, ballsy, confident tone. It wasn't like he was either. It was like he's scared either. Right. I just, so I just, God, are oh, we?
4: Can I tell you what I took from his press conference? That he's really good at delegating responsibilities to others and away from him. You kind of have Tom to. sparse. You kind of have to sparse to the bullshit a little bit, right? Because on one hand, today you. he's talking about you know he wants the players to be able to take that leadership hands-on role that you know. This hey, was coach, weird. Yeah, he's that like, coach? We don't even want you to be able to have to say anything. Like Matt Rule said, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm at the point where you know I have leaders on and off the football field. He's already said that. Blessed. He's not blessed. I'm blessed. You know, he's not. I'm blessed. Running. He's not running the offense. Okay, now he's not really running shit on the football field. And he's like, oh, yeah, now I'm in a position to just worry about football if we're doing good at football. No, it kind of sounds to me like he is a snake oil salesman. And this man is just like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in control. I'm delegating all the brand, all this horse shit. But in actuality, if the Panthers are good this year, it'll have more to do with how Fitterer upgraded this team and how Ben McAdoo and Phil Snow have elevated the offense and the defense respectively.
2: Yeah, I agree. I, but let me ask you a question because I think it's it's worthy. If we're going to talk about is the Baker Mayfield you know potential trade a Matt Rule move or something else? And I almost argue that it's a business move, not because I think they think he's going to be the better quarterback, but who's more marketable right now? Who's going to bring more attention to the Carolina Panthers? Who is going to be on more commercials and be more camera, you know, camera ready, right? So is this really, I mean, and this is in the face of a guy whose business just filed bankruptcy, right? Um, I know it didn't really mean anything in the grand scheme of things. But, you know, is this a Matt Rule move or is it a David Tepper move to try to just say, hey, what is it worth to maybe get a little bit of capital, you know, maybe a little bit more media attention on this team? And uh, who knows if he's good? Maybe we, uh, we we look like, you know, geniuses. You know what I mean? I Like, is, is there any part of you that believes that it is more along those lines as opposed to? Well, that's uh,
3: actually the scariest part of it to me is that it, it could work jump? enough to where then you are with with Baker Mayfield on right. a three-, four-year deal, and then, then the next year. And then it's not a question of if we re-sign Baker Mayfield, which would happen if we win ten games. Now, mm-hmm. I think it would happen if we win nine games. Like, you would have to bring him back. I think, that like, if you traded for them, you would have to bring him back. But when you bring him back, it's no longer a question, would you just rather have Darnold or Mayfield? It's a question, that, and that's where I get irritated with the people who are, or I won't say irritated, that's not the right, but people are like, oh, you wouldn't just rather have Mayfield? Well, yes, on the apples-to-apples apples comparison, I would. But if we won nine games with Sam Darnold, we would not, Sam Darnold would not be the quarterback in 2023. Right. if we win nine games with baker mayfield after we traded for him he would be the quarterback in 2023
2: well so he would it's have a ju- uh, uh yeah a, a, a certainly a much better like r- success record right sure the,
3: but he yeah. would have a four-year deal you would have I mean he's not going to sign a deal for one year
2: right
4: Yeah, and that's like uh, if we did if we do this People, most I feel like it's a lot of delusion, Tony. I feel like so many Panther fans, at least on Twitter that I see, they're like, "Oh well, we'll just get Baker, and you know he'll help we us." We would be, be better, I think. Year. Yeah, he'll help, but they're like, "Well, he will help us be good this year, and then next year we'll just go over to Matt Corral, and then we'll be done with Baker Mayfield." Like, no, if he comes in here and plays good, that's the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers for yep, the yep. future. And like exactly. that's why that's you what have I to don't suck. want. Here's but the like, only remember the oh, right. last thing, Greg, That I'll throw it to you. Remember when Case Keenum took the Minnesota Vikings to the playoffs and they had a 13 and three record? Okay, he also took that team to the playoffs. And by the way, that Vikings team had a better record than that Browns team that Baker Mayfield brought to the playoffs. Yeah, I don't hear people clamoring to go get case (laughs) kingdom
1: to be the fucking
4: quarterback for the carolina panthers because that 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 might as well be what everyone who wants baker mayfield is saying yeah dude let's go get case kingdom
5: look it's a it's a bad bad move and it's why i don't think they'll do it for this reason if you're going to try to get baker mayfield for media hype because here's the thing If you fail with Baker Mayfield, you've just multiplied your problems tremendously because now you're the team not not, that repeated it that got it wrong with Baker Mayfield, and you're going to be labeled as the place quarterbacks go to die. Think about it Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, Cam Newton, then Baker Mayfield in four years. You're going to be the place quarterbacks come to die. It's going to tremendously hurt you if you fail. And there is a chance you could fail. So I I think that if you're doing it for that reason, it's a dumb reason to do it. Now, if you're thinking that could be a perk, if it's successful, I understand that. But it shouldn't be your sole reason, I believe, or even a consideration if you're thinking about it. It should be all about football. All
3: All right. um, Good discussion so far. We still got to talk Robbie Anderson, what he would do if Baker Mayfield was here. And I guess it's just retire. Uh, (laughs) But let's go ahead. I want to jump into a couple of cat calls real quick kind of see what the fans are saying the number is 252-228-5098 that's 252-228-5098
0: so what are your thoughts on catcalling yeah it's pretty shit. you shouldn't do that to somebody and how did that make you feel
6: uh very uncomfortable
0: so how do you think catcalling makes the person feel
7: it feels a two two and good like and a three and a four and a who's that cat sitting in the back corner with his face buried in the snow. who's that kid that can use one?
8: Yo, what's good, C3? It's, it's Justice, J.D. Four. What's up, J.D.? Uh, I was calling in to get my opinion on the reports that the Panthers are heating up their pursuit of uh, Baker Mayfield. I'm fairly certain at this point, uh, you guys probably already spoke with me. I ain't for it. Even if they did a one-for-one swap, it doesn't make sense to bring Baker here. He couldn't get it done in Cleveland with Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., the talent they had in the backfield, the solid, elite O line, the elite defense. I apologize for using the E word. No rule uses that word way too much. But, <laughs> yeah, man, it ain't, ain't no point in them bringing Baker in. One, he's already behind the curveball. But, uh, yeah, he's already behind. And and what will we do? A one for one swap for Salmon? They might as well be the same players. Um, shit. Baker might be a little bit better at decision-making, but Baker's also had a much better O-line and better help around him this game. So I wouldn't expect Baker to look that much better with this offense as he did with Cleveland. So, yeah, right, like, yeah at this point, nah, just, just, right. They, if, if they don't plan on bringing in Cam, I know it's going to be a lot of people like, oh, he mentioned Cam. Yeah, I'm one of those people. If you don't plan on bringing in a I oh, don't know.
4: Was that it?
5: I oh, don't know. I
4: guess. Hey, Tony, you got to unmute yourself. We can't hear the the cat call.
2: <laughs> um, I don't even know if
4: Tony can hear us. So.
2: Well, like, while we're waiting for that. So, basically, yeah. there's one point to that. That brings up a question that I have. So, we can all agree, even, yes, Sam Darnold has not played well, but we also know that he has not been given an opportunity with a good team. Right? Like we can, we we've got to be able to acknowledge that, and so the question, yeah, not a good. I mean, yeah, I guess you could say good. But also, like, have he's he's he came in this year. He had his offensive coordinator fired in the middle of like, and and you think about what happened in the Jets and how often they had you know turmoil there in their team. Like he's 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 not had stability anywhere he's gone, right? Yeah, um, and so that's the opposite you would say I mean I guess some might say for for Baker Mayfield outside of maybe early on and he was able to be somewhat successful with a good team and then not successful at the same time right so the question then becomes the one-to-one swap do we think that Sam Darnold has a better better chance to play let me try to break it down is Sam Darnold potentially better than Baker
5: Mayfield with a better team
1: um
4: But so, I mean you no you're basically
5: you're basically asking her, or is Sam Darnold better than Baker, like just just right. if, if it's a so level playing field, who's if a better he has player, a better team. football team. The idea of a
2: one-for-one swap means that you believe Baker Mayfield is a better, better quarterback. Right. And I think exactly. we I all kind of have that feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. But we also have that feeling because of evidence that's field by Baker Mayfield with a great team. Right? So my question is. Is it worth the one to one swap a great
3: team? I think everybody acts like they were a great team. They were. I mean, they have they have. have if
2: you look at it, they they had every piece you could ask for. Now, were they a successful team? Yes, one time, and I think there's value in that. And when you see that, like they've 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 got like they've got a team, like they have a great team, and last year uh, was no exception. Um, but I guess the the reason that I bring it up is it does you know kind of bring the conversation into play is. Like, is it potentially, you know, is it worth being able to swing for the fences and see if Sam Darnold can get it done with a good team and how he compares to a like, and and this is us assuming we have a good team right now, which I think we all kind of feel like our team is massively improved since the offseason started. Um, do you think that that there's it's worth the flyer at this point, which I kind of feel like it is? Not because I think Sam Darnold's gonna be great, but like he could very well be baker mayfield as well just you know I give him the better for the long term i think right. it's
3: better for the long term because i don't think there's any chance that sam Darnold's going to be enough to do enough to be with the carolina panthers beyond next year right right and unless and if he does then matt rule is going to be around for a long time or something like that but like there's a chance that you bring in either baker and Darnold, and you're still firing everybody I mean, there's still there is that chance there. So I I think for the long-term plan, if you really believe in even the coach rule in them, is that like you shouldn't just grab for the now. I right. think that's been kind of our problem yep. with our last two quarterbacks. Teddy Bridgewater was a bridge over troubled water. Sam Darnold was a dam that could not bridge those troubled waters. <laughs> and Baker Mayfield's... Give me a third one. Can't bake enough bridges. <laughs> I don't know, like building up bridges. You know what I mean?
4: Like ba- so what? He, he can't bake a field in May. There you go. Um, uh, and can I ask a question?
8: No.
4: How do we know that we're not having the same conversation about Baker Mayfield if Baker Mayfield was behind the same offensive lines that Sam Darnold was behind?
5: We, because we I'll
4: tell you one thing. For I'll tell you one thing. From a physical talent perspective, Sam Darnold has a better, more natural quarterback body than Baker Mayfield. And you saw last
3: year, oh my God. he, he is a threat this to draft, run draft. with his legs. I don't care. I don't care. You should. Look, I don't how want to hear Russian that anymore. Is that, is that I just want to roll with Sam Darnold, not because I give a shit about Sam Darnold and his quarterbackness, but I think that gives us a more solid direction for the future. Right. Right, Like, we're either, we're looking, we're talking about either Matt Corral in 2023, or we're talking new coach, new quarterback, and it ain't even Matt Corral in 2023. Like, a whole new. So, I like that. I don't like the band-aid, keeping the band you know, placing another bandage over it.
4: I want to ask one more question to everyone. What does Baker Mayfield do that Sam Donald doesn't or can't? Genuine
3: question. Very simple. There's one answer to this, and that's has confidence. Yep, he's not broken mentally. He believes in himself. Yeah.
4: Okay. I mean, I'm that's not. a that's a. I mean, it, it was a legit question. You know, it's a valid answer. I, I just, I don't know, man. I just think that everything that we like, you could say that, that about so many field.
3: prospects that turned out to be head cases, right? You know, yeah. is that Look. or you know, is that like, is that some players? You could say that about Josh Rosen.
5: Right. Mm-hmm. And and here's the thing, too, is there's always going to be unknown variables in these in these questions with, with these quarterbacks, these players. You sometimes just got to take a chance. Like you, you raise the question of, well, what if Baker Mayfield was behind the same line as Sam Darnold? I don't know, man. Like there's some things we'll never know. We'll never be able yep. to answer that question. What I can work with is what I have. I have seen Baker Mayfield have flashes of greatness. Yep. I've never seen that from Sam Darnold. I've never seen Sam Darnold play more than 14 games in one season. That's a fact. I've seen yep. Baker Mayfield take the Cleveland Browns to the AFC Championship game, didn't he? And it wasn't even won, almost almost won, the, game, almo- almost won that game. Did he like, take so, or was he I, I'm, I'm a just party? saying I look look I'm yeah. not arguing for Baker I agree. I'm agree. i just saying He had all a, I he had, had a to tra- tr- go by He has a
3: Husband trophy. He yeah, can win all, a Husband trophy. Sam yeah. Darnold can't
5: do that. That's all I have to go by is facts. And if that's all I have to go by, then yes, if I could do a one for one trade, Baker Mayfield 100% would be better than Darnold. I but agree. Only under those conditions, just based on what I know. All right,
3: let's go to the next call 252
4: 228 5098. Also, don't, don't mute your
3: microphone. Oh, did I mute it?
4: Yeah, because when you mute your microphone, did you not hear the call
3: hear the then? Ca- no, <laughs>
4: we, we heard most of it. it. We didn't hear the end of it, but we heard most of it.
3: Oh, okay. What a dick I am. Sorry.
1: <laughs> and I was going to say, no, what this is crazy. Why
6: don't you still to kind of pursue Baker Mason? Someone like just like Sam Darnett, a 2.0 for Saint Darnett. Like, you like like, should not pursue him. I think I have a medical him on trade or something like that or you know, the agency. But freaking Baker Mayfield, really, come on. Don't make no sense. And then how it's looking for Deshaun Watson. he probably not going to play none of this season. So I doubt it. I highly doubt it if we probably get Baker. How many accusations that's coming out. I think you'll miss a new case that just came out. But, you know.
3: I, um, bringing up I
6: don't know. Here. I think that we should just keep what we have. Probably try to go get um Cam Newton. So he can try to like he can more. play Western over Any the mantle to um Matt Craft. Um, yeah. Um keep pounding
3: cam uh, cam's already said that he made the mistake of joining organizations just to join thinking he could do you know like you're already at the point where they are you're their last choice if you're cam newton you you're like there's uncertainty there is not being there from the beginning cam i don't think i think the cam bridge is burned I think it is. And I don't think it's burned in like a yeah. negative way. I just think the bridge is like we don't use that bridge no more. Now, I want to ask this about Watson, though. How are the Browns really gonna trade Baker Mayfield with is is Watson gonna play? Is that what it is? Is it at this point? It doesn't matter how many civil suits get filed against him. He's just gonna play. Like, Dude, I mean they can't suspend him in two months.
2: Yeah, they can. I mean, they could, but like, is
3: would the NFL do that with the Browns? Like, why wouldn't the, like, it feels like the Browns almost have a confidence that Deshaun Watson is going to be available and play more than anybody else in the world. And I mean, they would have to have some sort of hopefully insight in how Goodell and these guys are feeling about this. Right.
4: I don't know, man. It's just such a, it's such a PR nightmare for the NFL, because as of right now, this guy has the richest contract in the NFL. Mm. And every day there's more and more allegations that are, or, you know, more and more people that have come out. And then his lawyer said that there's a two year statute of limitations. So they won't know how many women are going to come out and sue in that time period. So, man, I just don't know, man. Like I really can see a scenario where he might not play at all this year because the NFL is another full year. Yeah, Yeah, I know, man. And then what? That'll be much. And would it not be a suspension,
3: though? Would it? Would it be the? Would they put him on the commissioner? commissioner. Yeah, but normally when you're on the commissioner's exempt list,
4: even the NFL team that that doesn't have to pay that contract or or like that year that they're not playing, right?
3: Right. I think that just holds. They couldn't suspend him. If they suspended him, the Browns lose like crazy. Right, but if they put him on the the commissioner list, at least the Browns don't lose the money for that season and they might have to pay it the next year when he's off of it. Well, like extend the contract another year. I don't know what that would do and they might get the rights to him for another year. but like I feel like the NFL is making this worse yeah by not issuing the ruling. like I almost feel yeah, like the they feet. should just come out and say this as the season is approaching, many camps are approaching. And we're either going to make a ruling on this as it stands now, or he has to be suspended right. or like something like you can't just like, or not. I mean, what are you going to do? You can't do it halfway through the season. All of a sudden well, it's been two freaking years. Yeah, and You're like,
5: Oh, now we're going to do it. Well, and th- this scenario right here is the reason, the only reason the Matt Corral thing came into my mind earlier, because think about this, like they don't know whether they're going to have Watson or not. That relationship with Mayfield is broken. Even if yeah. you don't have Watson, I don't think you can run with Mayfield as the Cleaver Browns quarterback again. I just don't think you can. So that would be a situation. He that was the only reason. Yeah, he would. But he would just refuse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that was why. Well, he would have to roll out there, but it doesn't mean he has to play, he has to play hard. You know? Uh, he He's he would.
3: He would have to audition for another team, but it would yeah. almost be better for him to either go and ball out or to say, I hate y'all. Y'all did this. I'll just take the money. I'll just sit on the sidelines. You can cut me if you want. It's yeah. true. You got rid of o- o- Odell taught his way out of there. Why can't damn Mayfield?
5: Yeah, but that was the only reason I threw the Matt Corral thing in there because in my mind, that it's it's a wacky trade but that for them would be at least securing somebody that they know may have talent that doesn't right. hate the franchise. You know? God,
3: imagine more- that. Imagine Cody on this show. <laughs> <laughs> the, not, the moment. The news breaks that the Panthers have traded Matt Corral straight for Baker Mayfield. What if they did this? How about this, Cody? What if the Browns ate all of Mayfield's contract and you gave them Matt Corral?
5: No. What if they gave us still us a second round think next year? Cody's
3: head would explode on this podcast.
5: Yeah.
8: Like Hold we didn't up. give anything.
3: We gave them Matt Corral and they gave us a free Mayfield. Like no. a complete free. No. no, no, you're trading, May,
2: no, you're trading if, the third if, round if, pick. No,
4: you're not even just anything. No, we wouldn't
3: pay a dollar for him. They would have to pay not his eighteen
2: million. Not you my point. You would
3: give Corral and a, a guy who has not played a single snap, but you traded NFL. not
2: only a third round pick next year and a fourth round pick this year for. Her. So you're oh, really it's Corral. That oh,
3: that that That's now that point. is a point I didn't think of.
4: And yeah, by the
3: way, no, I don't actually- want to do this. I'm just saying this yeah. is look, is that what Greg is saying? Is that if you look at it from that angle, I know Cody's head is look, we're all going to get indigestion, Cody's head will literally explode, but there's a possibility that Panthers might do something dumb like that without taking all the money. <laughs> right?
1: I will
4: get out of my wheelchair, run to Bank of America Stadium. And slap the shit out of Scott Fitzgerald. Yeah, I think you got to go in this. your
3: wheelchair. That would be more of a statement.
4: Yeah, but I mean, like, if the first time I ever got out of my fucking wheelchair was to right. get up and to go slap like him Jesus, because I was so yeah. mad. Like that's a that's a real. call you the weapon.
3: Antichrist.
4: By the way, Kevin, I know this is your burner account, bro. I know, bro. I know you. Um, I was thinking about brother. this. Can
3: you play the video? <sighs>
4: Yeah, I'll play the video, but I'm not gonna play the music. I'll play the video though. Um
3: look, you should not be upset by this.
4: <laughs> not a
3: bit. Is that look, your doppelganger is way cooler than the internet's doppelganger for me. Right. Laundry, guy. <laughs> laundry guy. I know.
4: Nah, dude, you the laundry guy is cool, man. That's your that's your homeboy.
3: Oh, I, I love him, but come on. Is that wow. and now if the laundry guy could do what this did, this dude did, it'd be fantastic. As you're pulling it up, yeah. I'm not playing play it play it with the music. How about it. this? Since you're not gonna play it with the music, oh, okay. we will overlay it. the next call to it. Okay. Um, Cody Lashney has been a sensation on the internet. Multiple people messaging him because he's got a doppelganger that's got some. Wheels on him of his own. Uh, Everybody's saying
4: this is me, dude. <laughs> God damn! Dude. And of course I wore and of course his I wore a moves, fucking Look at blue this. shirt. Look at him go Hey, across. of course I wore a blue shirt tonight too. Come on, dude. I blame Kevin for all of this, dude. And Casey doing now we
6: here again. That's single thing. Um, even if we do get back in I think that we will have the same outcome how we had last year, last season. I hate to say it, but it may be true. Because if you think about it, Baker and Donald, they're right behind each other. Like, right? they're the same type of people. Now, Baker may have a little bit more flaws, but I just think that if we go get Baker, I think we're going to have the same season how we had last year. Yeah think that's what we'll have to live if we do go get him in i think that we're not going to get him probably not this season probably next season that is disheartening watson don't have no more cases <laughs> but yeah C 3 from out
3: green mm. i want to say this is look the this is a great video to have. This girl over here beside him is working as hard as she can. She is lifting her dress around. She is doing everything, <laughs> and all eyes are on you. All eyes are on you, bro. This guy, I like him. I like him.
4: Hey, listen, I, I'll say this, man. He doesn't give a damn about what anybody thinks about him, so it's a real vibe. I'll say that. I like that about him. But uh,
1: <laughs> I hear not All right. right.
4: But I like, uh, But just because we have the same hair,
1: like come on. Craig <laughs> uh, just crazy. wrote
3: in the private chat. Just leave that playing for the rest of the night. <laughs> just,
5: <laughs> just leave in the background. <laughs> I'm sorry. I made <laughs> that up. That's funny. Just uh, make it a make it hey. a, a
2: gif a gif and like let's just go ahead and do that. We gotta
3: get hey. someone who can really do like video graphics real good. I like can do the floating head. If we could really put your head. Oh, I can do that on him throughout the whole time. Send me that oh, video. I'll make it happen.
4: <laughs> yeah. yeah, all right. Do it and then whenever I have a
3: hot or t- put like that yeah, or you know how it's three? So there's one, <laughs> two, three. So have it skip least across the screen. Them, put one of uh, one of the heads be Cody's and see be like, can you figure out which one it is?
4: <laughs> dude. all right, fine, but then we have to do that with you and the laundry guy.
3: <laughs> oh yeah.
4: Well,
1: I, dude, <laughs> down, I
3: look, dude, I look del- I don't I live the laundry I lived uh, I had to deal with it. I laughed at I mean, I cried and laughed. I laughed on the show and then cried myself to sleep uh, <laughs> over that. Now, I will take a joke. If, if one thing about this is there's only one person that I hate laughing at me. Right. And that's like my wife. Because there's a difference between laughing at your jokes and like laughing at you because like you because they think you're a joke. And my wife can, when we be getting in the argument, sometimes laugh. And it makes me fucking furious. furious. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's tele- but otherwise from other people, I can take a great joke. I mean, I you know, like, is like a lot of my friends. I'm not the best swimmer. So I've had a couple of jokes about that a couple of times, you know, is that uh, I've been seasick on a fishing trip with people and people making fun of you the whole time. You know, I can take it. I can joke at myself generally. Right but when you laugh at me like looking down right at me like uh like you're like that's when i get so and my wife can do it you know who can push your buttons more than anybody like who makes you you up the most upset in your life and i think it's the people you love the most
4: oh no doubt my mom and my
3: wife can make me like my head explode but i would kill anybody over them Mm -hmm. you know like they care about they, what they know they, mm-hmm. they know me so well they can push my buttons at that point the number is 252-228-5098 panthers pickle wants to get on the conversation
9: hey this is the Panther pickle i'm going to stand by hey. what i said all over the place i don't think there's a lot of the, 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 there's a lot to this but one jonathan jones is the only one reporting this he run his lip uh, even, uh, Joe Person commented about today in one of his articles. He says, she, he, he says, he says, there is still rumor and talk going on about that, about trading for Baker Mayfield. But the problem is the Panthers ain't giving in to Cleveland's demands and Cleveland ain't giving in the Panthers. So nobody's budging. Now, I personally believe that Matt Rule wants Baker Mayfield. He wants a veteran quarterback. Damn. The problem is, he's the, likely the only one in that building who wants it. And since he's not running the show, Scott Fitterer is, it behooves uh, Scott Fitterer or it behooves uh, uh, Matt Rule oh, <laughs> into letting this stuff go. But at the same time, the agent is probably yeah. the one calling. Ooh. Uh, Jonathan Jones and telling him that, uh, that's gotta be Tampa. Panthers are still interested in Baker Mayfield. Even if the Panthers have never told that agent, that Baker Mayfield's agent is likely the one calling, uh, Jonathan Jones and Jonathan Jones has reported this. But he's the only one that's reporting it. Only the only deal is right. everybody else is copying and pasting that. If you go to all these articles out there talking about this, that was re- that was put out today, they're all referring to Bay- to Jonathan Jones. They're all referring to uh, him. Well, of course, well, he's no, the I only mean, one don't reporting don't that. One only one.
3: And that's how it works, though. Look it up. Usually, one guy gets this. It's usually the Here's the in, in Jonathan Jones' defense, he's a good reporter. Like he tries to be above the book. Like he really um, tries to be like a right. real, real journalist. He went to UNC Chapel Hill as a journalist. I got an argument over him because he wrote, I, I always, every time I hashtag, uh, I tweet him, I have to hashtag ECU because he when he was in college, he wrote for the college newspaper for chapel hill and this is right when twitter came out i mean like the first year it came out. it might have been like eight oh9 and uh i ended up messaging him because he wrote this article about how uh ecu thinks the game against chapel hill is a rivalry but nobody in chapel hill cares about you know it's the same thing saints fans say about panther fans you know like it's like Oh, it's a rivalry to to you guys, but we don't even know where we don't even think about you. That kind of thing. Mm. And I wrote him like I went back and forth with him. And now he was a college reporter then. But I've watched him go from the News and Observer. Right to then to he went to Yahoo, I think, or where maybe maybe just went straight to CBS. And then he went up to CBS HQ like he's really trying. He doesn't report crazy crap. He is kind of conservative in his what he out there. style. Yeah. So that's how I want to defend him on that. But I do think Panther Pickle is right. It's like we have to think about this these shadow games that are played by the people who can benefit from interest and the agency. And maybe it's not even his agent. It's probably his agent talking to another agent who owes him a favor. And they're leaking it. And then I'll leak something for you later on.
4: I mean, isn't that how that's how it works? You know, yeah. like, people I think that's the good point, is, though, and... is that
3: yeah. if it is a leak, if I, like if it's how did he get the information? Who did it come from? It doesn't behoove the Panthers unless the Browns are leaking it. I now, this, know this has Browns happened to us before.
0: Didn't this it happen leverage? To
3: us, uh This happened to us like with Minnesota or somebody where we called them. And maybe it was during the draft, and somebody told said about something about it later on during free, and, and they got some sort of better deal for a player. This has happened to us before where the team we called leaked the info to drive the price up for what mm-hmm. we were asking for.
2: Mm-hmm. But, like, exactly I, I, my biggest thing is, like, there's nobody else calling and asking for Baker right now, right? Like, we can all agree that uh-huh. – that nobody's going to try to eat that much of a backup quarterback's salary and the only team that's going to ask for him to come on their team and try to be a starter is potentially the the Panthers, right? The
4: only two teams I ever hear mentioned are the Panthers and Seattle. But I haven't heard anything on Seattle's front as of late.
2: It's because Seattle is doing the rebuild thing correctly. Mm -hmm. Like, if you look at how they handle the draft, like they weren't going heavily after quarterbacks they were they were building their team with the idea that we're going to get our quarterback eventually right now we need to be able to build this team up because right like outside of Russell Wilson until they got rid of him they had no identity right so they were just building their team up i think they're trying to create the good team and then add the quarterback that's why i don't see them going after a baker mayfield yet now does that mean that they won't if they were to be if they you know the browns were to release him Probably they might take a swing on him, give him a, a decent salary, and I'm sure that Baker will be more than happy to take a smaller smaller pay because he's going to be getting paid the full amount from the Browns if they release him. So mm-hmm. he's going to be like, yeah, no worries. Yeah, I'll go play it, and they'll make a little extra money on top of what I'm making already because the Browns are paying me. Like, makes sense yeah. to
5: me. I mean, that actually might work to Baker Mayfield's advantage. Like, it, I know they're not going to cut release him, but if they did and he got paid, he could go anywhere he wants to say, hey, look you give me a one-year veteran minimum for a million dollars, that gives me $20 million for this year, I'll play for you, and then maybe right. it works out. Yeah, that, that actually could work out for Mayfield, but it's not going to happen. Right. You know?
4: Yeah, again. Um, but listen, we've made it this far into the show, and, you know, they were good for a while, but the freaks come out at night, you know what I mean, off the grid. Uh, you know, he, he said it correctly, dude. They're tired of waiting, you know. They, they had their Baker Mayfield fixed. They're like, okay, thanks for the discussion, guys. But you know what we're really here for. So fine, dude. We'll just give you what you want. The voice that makes you moist. Code Dizzle, talk to these freak shows, bruh.
0: Me? You want me to talk to these? All right, I'll do it. One man must talk to an entire chat room full of Panthers fans or Panthers haters. But you've come in here to hear what we have to say about Baker Mayfield, about the Carolina Panthers, Matt Rule, and maybe even Sam Darnold. You hear some crazy loco loco ideas about trading Matt Corral for Baker Mayfield. But you come over here and you stick around and you haven't hit that like button yet. I have one thing to say to all you legends. Subscriber shame.
4: Subscriber shame. Shane, 128 strong viewers, 65 likes. Hit that thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell every single time the C3 Panthers podcast goes live. Man, you know, you like these long form discussions where we dive deep into the Carolina Panthers. We love doing it for you. If you enjoyed this content, share it with a friend. Tell somebody, hey, man, I know these dudes. They're cool as hell, man. It feels like I'm just driving in the car to the Panthers game, hanging out with my boys. That's what this show is. Let somebody know, man. Spread the good news.
3: Um, uh, we got some more calls to get to. The number's 252-228-5098. But there's some more news we want to pop in uh before we continue to just get lost in the Mayfield weeds, All right? Um in real news, Carlos Dunlap visited the Carolina Panthers. He visited the team today, uh, according to Josina Anderson. Um Dunlop yes. visited the team today with physicals and will continue tomorrow with meetings with coaches per league source. Dunlop, who I early 30s, 32, maybe somewhere in there. Yeah, I think look my up age. his age. Uh um, no, eight and a half sacks, I think, for the Seattle Seahawks last year, a veteran. That is a type of player that would fit in this team with a uh, YGM with kind of like we need some depth in case something doesn't work, right?
4: Oh, yeah. uh, He's he's, 33 years old, by the way.
3: 33?
4: Yeah, 33 years old. Um, I mean, listen, I would love this. At the end of last season, after a certain point, I think he was injured, but then he came back and had like eight sacks. I mean, listen, the guy is, you know, 6'6, he's a big guy, he's strong. I think he's a good pass rusher. Um, yeah, shout out to Dan Floyd. He had eight sacks in his last six games. And the fact that we lost Son Reddick. And once again, we have to reiterate that Phil Snow and Matt Rule have now mentioned on multiple occasions wanting to set a better physical edge and to be more dominant on the line of scrimmage. I think this would be perfect for the Panthers, man. I wish that there was more talks about this than Baker Mayfield. I think Dunlap would be a perfect signing. Tony, we're not even asking him to do too much, really. Like, he's not coming in to be another superstar. He's just going to be a guy that's, that's in rotation with guys like YGM, Marquise Haynes. He has a ton of experience. You know, he's been around, he's played meaningful playoff football.
3: I, I said, why not? Well, he's a two-time pro bowler. Yep. Um, yep. Is that as long as it doesn't, uh, you would be bringing in, in for something, you know, is that I think the veteran presence, the rotation, if anything, the problem that we have sometimes with, it's not that if YGM is going to be good, doesn't matter if Marquise Sainz is going to be a little bit better than average is what happens if those things, that's like the best. Like, what is the best case scenario? The right. best case scenario is YGM comes out there and gets six, seven sacks and and looks like he could be a starter. Uh, the best case scenario is Marquise Haynes and him work together wonderfully all season long and somehow make kind of in that 10, 11 sack range and fill that void right. uh, and a little bit better against the run. Than you were with Hassan Reddick. But that's the best, best case scenario. It's never the best case. It's rarely the it's rarely the best case. Somebody can get hurt, something can happen, and then what do you go into? Mm-hmm. It just seems like having that t- And and you know what? If Dunlap comes in is better than YGM and Marquise Haynes right away, who gives a shit? Then start him. Right. I don't cool. know, is I don't see yeah. the how you could lose here, but there is some excitement when you put the Young Bucks together. Mm-hmm. This video was, um, this is, this video is so good, Cody, because there's the vulnerability of him not getting it right the first time. Right? YGM yeah. forgets to do the handshake and goes straight into, you know, he's like trying to think of, oh, we're about to make this video. I got to do this. And he's, think, he's thinking about this. Yeah, or this. Down, or like, do you think man, that was, was yes, planned? Was. I think that it was. It felt real to me. Yeah.
4: What yeah. is what is YGM try, what is he trying to be out, like who is he trying to push? No,
3: they're doing a double Spider Man. So is it a double Spider Man celebration? Yeah, Brian, what Brian's think,
4: is, look, Brian's shooting it, the webs. It, it, but what it, is what is he
5: doing? Yeah, if I had to guess, it looks like he's kneeling with a shield, like doing a Captain America. If I had Ooh, to guess,
3: okay. Okay.
5: Well, that'd,
3: so that'd it is guess, a Corey. Yeah. Like, that would be a cool celebration if we knew that's what it was. We made such a big deal over Brian Burns and Hassan Reddick in their golf cart last year, the golf cart bet. Right? Yeah. Is that these guys combined for a sack and they came up and did that? And we cool. knew that he was doing a ca- uh, captain, like, if the press f- like, asked them about it and we knew that's the, that's dope, right? Yeah
4: that panda Both that's models. what i thought yeah. that's what i thought i thought there was iron man like maybe uh shooting out some of his like uh missiles that he has in his arms or whatever i don't know man that's that's
3: that's I think. But, right. i mean i, I like the, i like captain america and spider-man together
4: i like the fact that we have a bunch of nerds on our football team and it's I not black panther
3: is, is it that's what they should. What is the Black Panther mm. celebration? And if I'm
5: YGM, I got to do that. No, that Black you Panther, you put to? the
4: hands on either side of your shoulders and you put the claws up.
5: That's true. Yeah. That's a good point.
4: Yeah. 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 Mm. So that's
3: not. But Black maybe we got to talk yeah. him into doing that. <laughs>
5: yeah. But hey, just real quick, the Carlos Dunlap thing. Look, I was just doing some math. This guy's averaging 8.7 sacks a year, 32 tackles, and 10.6 tackles for loss. Mm. Uh, I mean, if you sign this guy and he's got a little bit of gas left in the tank and his young 30s 33 he's got three years left maybe but who knows i think it's a great signing he's the peanut
3: tillman yeah, signing that's a great defensive comparison. line
5: great comparison
3: yes you know is that tillman clearly was in the secondary but a guy that's been in the league long enough and had enough enough success that if he gets a little second third win, tillman was great for the panthers yep fan favorite mm-hmm. um I like that. I like that. Like, it, this kind of feels like something we don't need to lose this deal. Right. We don't need to lose the Dunlap deal. Need to make it happen.
4: Yeah. Um, I haven't heard anything new. I mean, so yesterday he came in. He was meeting with us again today. I was hoping that we would know something by today, like that they wouldn't let him leave. Well, when was the
3: tweet that I put up? What was the?
4: the third, uh, that was yesterday.
3: Oh, so today, oh, so yesterday that happened. Then he left today without a deal.
4: Yeah, and his from Charleston. Yeah,
1: yeah, Panthers that's how I understand. Like, is that what why, it is? The like, Panthers why,
4: It feels like the Panthers are trying to make a better effort for Baker Mayfield than actually upgrading their D line more. Like, I don't know, man. It, it's just, I, I was How about this? Before, is uh,
3: my excitement level would be higher if we get Dunlap than it would be if we got Mason. Agreed.
5: Yes. I agree with you on that.
3: And not that I'm gonna go out and be like Dunlap's gonna make our defense dominant. I just could f- see how Dunlap would fit into a plan right. of what our team is trying to do. Continue to build cap space, continue to do the you know what I mean, like it just would it's not a crazy over the top signing. Mayfield is again like Cody said a little too close to the insanity waters for me.
1: Yeah.
3: You know, imagine this as we just went through the trade with for Sam Darnold. You know, we just gave assets up for Sam Darnold. We gave assets up for uh for Matt Corral. We're we going to give up assets for Baker Mayfield? Yuck. Yeah. Right? Oh, we just tried to find a bridge quarterback with Teddy Bridgewater. We just tried to find a quarterback, bridge quarterback. With Sam Darnold, we just half-assed it with Baker Mayfield. Yuck.
4: Yeah, man. It's the same thing over Dunlap. and over. I mean, Dunlap. I mean, he done lo- He
3: Dunlap Mayfield.
4: Dude, I would love Dunlap to be a part of this team. I think that would be a great signing. I'm not making a one-for-one comparison here, but it would remind me uh, a little bit. It's not the middle of the season like it was in 2015, but it would kind of be like getting Jared Allen. He's not the type of player that Jared Allen was in his prime. I was trying to
3: think of a player it reminded me of because Jared Allen was mid-season trade. All of a sudden, this helped us. Maybe Peanut. I think Peanut Tillman is in the conversation, kind of like a Gerald McCoy or
1: who? And
3: Gerald McCoy did not work out for us, so I don't. I mean, it didn't work. And then who was the other guy that we got from Kansas City? No, Dontari
4: Poe.
5: Ontario, oh, Kansas City, yeah, right. It didn't work out. You're
3: very right. Well, this is actually, we would want this to be more like Tillman or Harper mm-hmm. than we or... would want it to be Poe or McCoy, <laughs> right? Yeah. But I mean, it's kind of like the four. Like, is like Tillman and Harper are the good examples of that of bringing in a guy like this.
2: How how are we Poe putting...
3: and McCoy? Bad examples.
2: Are, are we talking about because they're old hats? Like it's that type of uh player. I
5: mean, well, because yeah, I think, think old because, has yeah, it's like seasoned. consistently decent players. Yeah, that, that have had good careers, good. solid careers. They've had solid yeah. careers. Okay, I was
2: about yeah. to say, like, I mean, I feel like there was a defensive end on our team last year that you could probably compare him to, but
5: who
3: <laughs> what Reddick? Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, well, well Reddick's
5: young though.
2: Yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. Like, but that's and, where I, mean, was I think, think Reddick's Redick a better
5: player like, too, to be honest
4: with you. And he's a lot smaller than Dunlap, yeah. or he's right.
5: not the better
3: player. He's just the better player because he's young and explosive. Right. He's not as well-rounded
2: as, Darla or Dunlap.
3: Yeah. I, to I don't, Darla- yeah, I don't think he is. Is like a <laughs> look. As I don't want to shit on Hassan Reddick, but I think it was probably best to either Burns or Reddick. I was was Dunlap with the Bengals originally?
2: I remember yeah, him being yeah, with the he Bengals. Was
4: drafted drafted by the Bengals, and then now the um,
3: Bengals had some bosses yeah, on their for the defense. Bengals for they stunk.
5: Played for the Bengals for and nine years.
3: Was, yeah, Sorry. I think he was one of Do them. Did you
4: guys think Xavier Woods has the potential to be another version of Kirk Coleman?
2: I think he could be better than Kirk Coleman. Kirk Coleman didn't come over here with nearly the resume that you know Woods does. Right, Coleman was like, a pleasant surprise.
3: Kirk Coleman, Coleman turned out to be better than we friend. thought he was going. Well, because we had the image. Do you remember the image of him getting his ass busted when he was with the I Eagles? You I have to Google it. this video.
4: No, I I, I know it. Where he comes I, up I with his like...
3: head, where his head exploded, his nose was all bloody. He was he... he was good for two seasons. He was great. Yeah, actually, here that's a good. That's another kind of parallel. A guy you bringing in to fill a role who turned out to be better than you thought he would be.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah Kurt Coleman. Saying. The the only thing I like the whole Kurt Coleman argument though, is like he had the benefit of a great supporting cast. Right. So I think he did well and I'm not going to take that away. Uh, but like when he didn't have that supporting cast, he wasn't the same player either. Dunlap
3: right? was a blue chip player at one point. Right. Coleman was never a blue chip player. Right. Coleman's kind of in the conversation of a Josh Norman. Right. Tight players. Where it's like you had a couple Carolina. of moments, but Dunlap was like, like they said, nine years starting and a real presence on the field. Mm-hmm.
4: He was a staple of the Bengals' pass rush for a long time.
3: And they had some dogs on that defense too for a long time. Yeah, Remember one, they had one Marvin Lewis. Like. Bar- was it Marvin Lewis the they made. had for Perfect. a bazillion years?
2: The worst, uh, the dirtiest player that, you know, we ever faced as a Panthers fan. Yeah. Who's yeah, I'll never forget perfect. that. Perfect, like yeah.
4: that game in 2014 where we had a draw with the Bengals. Cam had rushed into the end zone, and at the end of the play, you can see that was perfect. perfect. Trying Fine. to twist his leg and break his shit, like. And that, didn't you do the same thing, thing
2: to long? Greg Olson that though? Really? Like
3: he, like I feel like Man, that's Burfig almost played like that. perfect was like in jail one day and then on the field the next day. Yeah, he's suspended but I while. tell you this is like he's kind of like an old school defensive player. Like that shit was normal in the '80s and '90s. Right. He reminds me of the guy off of any it. given
5: Sunday. <laughs> LT, yeah, the guy LT played.
4: One of the best football movies of all time. Oh my but, god, you know. what a bullshit!
5: <laughs> yeah, it's, so it's so never bad, so bad.
3: So bad. All right. um, This has actually been a big story. Before we go, don't worry. We're going to get back to the calls. Numbers 252-228-5098. That's 252-228-5098. Like we said, you can support the show by subscribing. You can also find ways to donate to the show. Uh, You can buy a T-shirt off of CarolinaCatChronicles.com. You can donate monetarily. And you can call into the show at 252-228-5098. This is the day or two of deleted tweets. Joseph, not John Ellis has de- deleted a tweet. Um, We have two reporters in the last week who have been like, look out. News is coming. I think that's why J- uh, J- uh, Ellis Panther. What's his name? What's his Panther one place? One, one Panther place. One Panther place who has always said he was going to come on the show and then always has something come up, so we're, we're going to hold you to it. I'll learn the name fully then. It's John Ellison, But he put, put out a tweet today that said, like, wheels are in motion," Something like this. His wheels are turning. Look out for news in the next couple of days. He deleted it. I don't have the exact wording, so I'm paraphrasing what somebody told me about the tweet, so I don't know if I even got in the same ballpark. But last week, we had the other like a Fox news reporter from Charlotte or something, be like, look out news is on its way. And then nothing happened. And everybody was like, was this a tension grab? What the hell was going on? Another guy that loves to go for the attention grab. is Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson put this tweet up and we didn't need uh Robbie to English for this one. Maybe to help him with the uh, capitalization of proper nouns. If anything robbie like is look it's like <laughs> this is what i feel like this is what my students do all the time it's like what is the random capitalization and uh, are you trying to tell me something with atr here don't know but he said this ain't gone ain't go- gone gone <sighs> ain't go can i gone do it for you lie. i can do it real good oh, i hate it i'm just ain't like gonna it just, lie. I'm thinking about ain't time. gonna lie say one more time ain't lie, lie.
4: Thinking about retiring
3: I I, I feel uh, like you should have put Ghana you know what I'm saying Like if you want to not Use real English Like the proper English I understand like if you want to Be more colloquial I think it's colloquial Right like Mm. the Or vernacular like just common language Ain't gonna lie But this ain't I'm like I'm not I ain't Gone somewhere to lie thinking about retiring Robbie Anderson put this tweet out and then deleted it after. But Hey, the internet always wins and remembers yeah. everything. Um, and then he showed up at mini camps today. He was the focus of a lot of questions that Matt rule would not answer and also Refused exited the answer. Yeah. Ex- exited practice a little bit early with some hip soreness. Robbie Anderson retirement. What do you guys think? Robbie Anderson.
5: I can tell you, I think I have a solution for your improper capitalization of the T there, because this happens to me. Sometimes you hit the period instead of the space bar, instead of the space. And then when you go back to delete the period, it doesn't decapitalize the mm-hmm. T thinking, and you just go through the motions on your phone. So I think that's what. What that's about wrong. the bout and the R? I couldn't take <laughs> I couldn't, couldn't okay. take it. I, Bro, I mean, yeah, it could be the same thing. Tricky. You hit a period instead of a space bar. But I mean you
4: know, honestly yeah. thinking way too deep on it. Yeah, I shouldn't I, try to I, defend I Robbie Anderson. Yeah, can, it's oh. none of that, dude. It's none of that. <laughs> and dude, how about this? I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know what? I, I don't do. Give a I shit? do. But can I tell you why I don't give a shit? Like we knew this is who Robbie was. Like, he's always, like, okay, last year when he was mad at Oh, because he Donald got arrested sideline, and he said he was going to
3: nut in the cop's wife's eye or something? Dude, he's, but, dude,
4: even if you go back to his time with the Jets, dude, he's always been on some extra shit, man. So it's like, dude, Robbie Anderson is going to shut up and be happy once we finally have someone that can throw him the football. Until then, yeah, if I were him, I'd probably be thinking about retiring too. The prospects are not looking too good. When, by the way, all the news is Shut that the Panthers up. are going to trade for the quarterback that you went online and were like, "Nah." You if made he retired,
3: public- he would not get his season salary. He would only get the guaranteed money,
4: dude. Like he's he- not
3: going to retire. He's not like it's like such a stupid thing to say. He's not going to retire. How like he literally that? will not retire. It's impossible for him to retire because yeah, we, like, we're not much- going to cut him before June first. There's what no way trade him
5: for Baker Mayfield swap. How he's still going to get
3: his salary. Like his salary goes, he gets it. You know what I mean? Like he is yeah. going, it's behooves him to play. If you say his, if he's overpaid, then it behooves him to play. True. Like, this is just silly is like, what is he, is he trying to force a trade? That's what it, he forced the contract. Remember, he said not forced it, but he he has not backed down. Last year, when he did not come into any other, he did the same thing. Now you're wondering, is like he just don't he's not gonna come into any optional shit. But last year, he was ready to sit out until he got the contract. They gave him the contract two, three years whatever it was. People complained about how much money it was. Is this a is this him flexing to try to get out of Carolina?
5: Yeah, I mean. Adam dude, dude, and Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill are both gone from their quarterbacks now. I think he feels like on his level he can fill those roles. Maybe that's what he's trying to do. He's on Devontae and Tyreek Hill's level. I says. think
3: we figured it out. He's flexing. Yeah. This yeah. is a, flex. he's trying to be a problem.
5: Yeah.
3: And he can't lose. He can't lose. What are you going to do? Cut him?
1: Hmm.
4: But I mean, you decide. We figured like... it out.
3: Is Robbie's or. Is he, like, he ain't, he ain't going to lie. He's the smartest dude in the room.
4: He agreed to come here, didn't he? We didn't trade for Robbie. We signed him.
3: Right. We signed him, but then we extended him.
4: Yeah, so he was okay coming, one, choosing but then the Carolina Panthers. Yeah,
7: then he got paid. Panthers. Yeah, he that's, got what paid.
4: that's what I'm saying. He, he chose the Carolina Panthers to come here because of Matt Rule and Temple or whatever. Then he got 1,000 and- yards. Got then he comes here and signs another contract. It's like, dude, you like you had options, and this is where you can't have know, one more year on saying, your it,
5: contract. Was anybody else offering him something though? I
3: know this question. was the best option. He had a guy that believed in him in yeah. that rule. dude. Robbie Anderson right now is flexing for a trade, and it would be awesome for him. Think about this. It's like what the worst thing you're gonna do is dump him to another team that ain't got a quarterback.
8: Like, what does that mean?
3: Like, what is the worst thing that could happen? You send him to Detroit? Oh, hey, I'd rather play with golf than I would with. Robbie wants out. (laughs) Robbie wants out and he's going to get paid no matter what, because if he gets traded, even if it's for a six round pick, they got to pick up his salary like the money goes with him.
4: But then he better continue to act out before the trade (gasps) deadline. It'd be interesting to see what he does. That's like till like
3: like October, bro.
4: Yeah, but like my thing is he hasn't done shit. Like, listen.
3: He's in the story.
4: No, I don't don't, don't give a damn about that thousand yards. He hasn't done shit, man. And he's never been on a team that's that's had had a win. He's done more
3: than Curtis Samuel ever did.
4: The point being, they were both a part of the same cursed position. The Panthers' deep threat wide receiver is cursed because we never have a good offensive line that could pass protect long enough for them to push the ball downfield. And then on, on top of it, like we haven't had the quarterback to actually, you know, put the passes in the right place. So I kind of think he got the shakes. You know, when the ball finally did come his way last season, he got the drop season, man, because he wasn't able to build up a reliable connection with a quarterback and receivers live and die as the quarterback does. so he's a diva, man. He's a drama queen. We know this. I accept this about him. I'm not one of these people, like a lot of people that still pissed at him for last year right. and how many drops he or how many passes he dropped. And I'm like, dude, Robbie Anderson can take the top off of a defense. That is literally the only thing that we need him to do. Yeah. Okay. If we, if we get him in a better situation, Robbie Anderson is going to be a much better player until he's given credit for, and I'm willing to give him that benefit of the doubt. Until then, he should probably just shut up and play football, man.
5: Look, yeah. the The only issue I have with what you just said was you were saying that he didn't catch a lot of balls because he was the had somebody couldn't get the ball to him or something like that. I I can't remember exactly what you said there, but here's the thing: he has a sixty or like a sixty percent catch rate this last year, which is pretty bad. Six out of ten balls. I can catch six out of ten balls from anybody who throws it to me. Oh, you said you well, didn't have a connection th- with Darnold. Yeah. Tony, you could throw me 10 balls right now and I catch six of them. Come on.
3: There was Seriously. a thing, though, that he had the dropsies for the first four or five weeks. And then PJ Walker came in and he caught like a great pass. And everybody's like, he just don't like catching passes from white quarterbacks because <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> because it was oh, no. Teddy Bridgewater, then Sam Darnold, and then PJ Walker. And then he caught a pass from Cam Newton. And people are like, he don't like. Uh, white quarterbacks. Here's the thing though is like, what oh. are you going to do to Robbie Anderson?
4: Yeah, I got Rob what are contract.
3: you going to do? Is his guaranteed money is what 20 million? You paid eight million of it, eight, nine million of it last year. If you cut him, you got to write him a check for 10 million dollars and he gets to sign a new contract. So you're not going to do that. If you trade him, you have to eat the 10 million dollars. And they're going to pay him the $1 million. So if you trade for Robbie Anderson, you get a great deal from another team. For another team's standpoint is this. If Robbie Anderson just says this, and this might be what he's trying to do, is be such a distraction and a headache at this point to where the Panthers just don't want him. And if that's the case, he gets his guaranteed money all because the Panthers have to pay it to him all. That doesn't go with the trade, and the team trading for him only has to pay the salary, the base salary for that year.
5: Nah, for I
3: think then. I think we figured it out. Is Robbie Anderson is working to get traded?
4: What would you want to get for him? We're we talking like maybe like a well it sucks because team? you're paying
3: like is that it better it sucks like is this this is one of the few times that the player has a big advantage and the opposing team trading for him has a big advantage is this a 10 million dollar thing like whatever you get for him it has to be worth 10 million dollars so it would have to be a player and a pick. Yes. A player and a pick and not a good pick. It would be like a fifth and a player who is like a rotational offensive lineman or something or right. a kicker or some shit yeah. like that. You would get something in a pick because you wouldn't let $10 million just walk away. You would no. rather
5: for him to just suck for a year and you put Terrace Marshall Jr. And you punish him. Mm hmm. Exactly what you do. You don't let them get away and benefit from you and the next team. If it gets to a point where it's like that, where they don't even want to play anymore, I don't think it is close to that or is going to be. But if it got to that point, then you just sit his ass on the bench. I mean, if you got to pay, you got to pay him.
3: Though is like he could make such a big deal. He could pull the member the screaming at Robbie Anderson. I mean, at uh, Sam Darnold, he could don't go in on special, you can't silence him. You would just have to say we're eating it. And at that point, I think the Panthers would be starting to talk about picks and some crap like that. Yeah, Robbie Anderson's trying to get a trade, folks. Uh,
4: How about this? Uh, Tycoon Sills says, I think it's because he knows Terrace Marshall is getting a bigger role. And one Mm. of the commonalities that I did hear today was Shaq Thompson and Christian McCaffrey basically saying that over the course of the offseason, Terrace Marshall Jr., has really made that next step. I think, really kind nice. of,
3: I think they're just yeah, being okay, like, nice. I think they're
4: being fucking nice. All right, maybe they are just being good teammates. But at the same time, like when you go back and look at what Terrence Marshall did at LSU and how they were able to use him, like he was clearly underutilized last year. Again, the circumstances last year with our offensive line and with our quarterback, it was truly built for no one to thrive under. So that's why I'm not going to take last year and use that to make a blanket assessment of Terrence Marshall Jr. or shy Smith. So I know well, he Tom was hurt.
3: He was hurt last injury. year. He, he was injured. Was hurt. But, but what I'm saying is this, is what else? Of course, he's taking a giant leap. He can fucking walk.
1: But, but he can you run down to, the okay, field but, but now. But you're, you have you're,
3: like, uh, like, we didn't see him run at all last year. So they'd be like, but, oh, he's taking massive. First of all, shut up. Like don't don't believe, and I'm not saying you shut up, but I'm saying to Christian McCaffrey, to to the where does Christian McCaffrey even hung out with Terrace Marshall? Jr.? No, but this is what I'm saying for you one fucking this. day. Okay.
4: But this is what we do know about Christian McCaffrey. His Thank work you. ethic is crazy. If you're but what said, is he? He better, dude, he work, better be working with him outside
3: of the fucking practices. He's only no, they've only practiced saying. like five minutes.
4: Knowing how much of a hard worker and a hard trainer. And how dedicated Christian is to his preparation. I doubt he's just going to say that about his teammates. What teammate could you have seen? If he's what not he actually truly doing
3: seen, Though, What could he have truly seen?
4: Well, he could be in better shape. He could just be in better pure physical football shape. Like being um, able to run? Running routes. Okay. Well,
3: running that was routes. Ruined. It was hurt last year. I just think this is a massive. I think this is a little. sin. It's like grabbing on to a guy just saying some shit that's just supposed to be nice.
4: Yeah, but how how could you ever like I want to hear that? the who, fucking wide receiver? Coach say this. I want to
3: say though. I want to see Matt Rule say this. I don't want to hear Chris well, Christian McCaffrey's a running back who doesn't hang it's not like they're catching him, Sam Darnold, and Terrace Marshall have been working off on the offseason.
1: Hmm. I,
4: I don't know. I actually don't know what they know. I know that two people said it about him. And by the way, if you're on a team with someone. Like, okay, Tony, let's say you're the new guy and you just get drafted last year or year before or whatever, and I see you're on the team and you're just kind of lollygagging, not really doing shit, kind of basic. Well, I'm not going to then go out of my way in uh, a media press conference to give you a bunch of credit that you're not earning, Bull, especially bullshit. when you know that there are so many other Panther players that bullshit. are working their ass off why would you just make that up
3: cody is slight of handing everything cody yeah, has been sitting here now? telling us terrace marshall jr was the fucking best thing since sliced bread like all that's last what it year. is you just so now really you're trying to Terrence say marshall. this oh he was lollygagging last year and he shows up this year and all of a sudden he looks like he's this Chris mccaffrey oh no, i'm saying is just gonna say no nice things about lie. everything right now I don't don't, care, and I'm not saying, look, is Terrace Marshall Jr. had a big catch in practice today and then did a little dance. He looks happy out there. We saw, yes, he can fucking run now, maybe. That is a big leap. If you were in crutches all last year or in a boot and now you can run down the field, that is a massive leap. But I would give you another parallel to this conversation here is I work at a college where a lot of people don't teach for the summer, and Terrace Marshall Jr., could have been like a first year teacher last year we have this event convocation where we all got to go on the first day and the president speaks to us and they have some guest speakers and it's like where the whole college gets together and then we break off into where it's basically minicamp for the faculty if a first year teacher who is all going to struggle and not be the greatest teacher on campus for the first year ever right but they could be a good teacher a good prospect like you see a lot of good things out of them on day one, I haven't seen them in four months and I didn't work out with them. I didn't do nothing over the Like I can't, I mean, like I, I me just saying like, yeah, I think they're going to do a good job. Like I could say that, but like what evidence is that really based off of? Is it based off of this one? You know, I'm just taking this with a grain of salt. Look, I want Terrence Marshall Jr. to be fucking awesome. But, like, let's not act like.
4: I don't think you do, man. I mean, you know. I do. I will. I
3: hope he is. I hope he. No, I don't want him to be bad. But come on. That's like me saying.
4: like, Let's say I came out and I gave Kelvin Benjamin a bunch of props and he's on the team. Right. And I know he's lazy and fucking eating biscuits and shit and not doing his job, not training and working out. Okay, How do you know that about, if you no, ain't huh, seen him in four Why months? am I then going to go into the media and then present a false narrative of this player that I know he's not going to be able to live up to?
3: Is it a false narrative or did he say one fucking th- th- three words about the dude that just weren't mean? Or, it's not a, seen, like, it's not like writing a paper or, on Terrace Marshall. Or, or he has not, seen he him didn't do bring stuff you know like what this. is? Do you think I mean, here is the way to really solve this? And I did not watch Christian McCaffrey's press conference. Did they bring up Terrace Marshall Jr. or did he?
4: Dude, I, I saw the clip. I didn't even. Did
3: he that. bring it up or did they?
4: I, I remember seeing the Like, clip if we were talking, talking and we were just,
3: and then he was like, oh, and yeah, and like, oh, but man, dude, you're guys like Terrace Marshall. Now. No why
4: does it matter who brought it up first he was never asked about i think the reporter asked him about terrence marshall but does that then this is
3: what else is he gonna say oh is that uh, i don't know like i mean what fuck it bullshit i'm not gonna get overly excited about i'm saying this is i'm excited about terrence marshall jr because of terrence marshall jr not because of what fucking christian McCaffrey said that's my well,
4: point. Uh, is, it, is it outside of the realm of possibility, though, that he could have seen this? I mean, this is one play that I have up on screen right now. But hey. maybe he has looked really good in practice. And if he has looked really good in hey. practice, by the way, Dante Jackson in coverage on this thing.
0: Also uh, Sam Darnold it, throwing it, the dimes.
4: Yeah, I know. Just Sammy Dimes, man. So don't need Baker Mayfield. Uh, but the point is, is that if he's been looking good, if he's been putting in the work, and, dude, by the way, you can look at him. He is a big dude. Like, we need to utilize this guy more. We need that type of threat. He's a 4-4 runner. He's a big, strong guy. We need this guy. Maybe we
2: should move him to tight end.
3: Oh, speaking of, Devin Funchess was signed by the Detroit Lions, right?
2: Yes, signed as a tight end to the Detroit Lions. First time
3: I've seen him officially listed as a tight end.
2: Yeah, Since college Which, anyway. I think we it makes sense, you know, when you look at his body type and everything. I think he's going to have a better chance at being a successful tight end than a wide receiver uh, in this league. So I think, uh, think hopefully those things are going to be looking up for him. But unfortunately, he's having to sign with a uh, team like the Lions, who may or may not be a good team this year. He's it's he's tough. been like he's he's gone to so many different places and just gotten injured within the first like either training camp. Or the first game, like he left here, went to the Colts. He got injured. Left there, went to the Green yeah. Bay Packers. Got injured, and then he's just like, I haven't caught heard a football
3: out of a helicopter or airplane. Yeah. Did some stunt like that. Yeah. Um,
2: favorite food? Salad. Salad,
4: salad. This is a salad.
2: Um, uh, Did y'all salad remember boy. that?
4: Did y'all remember when we had the uh, what was the show called that I called here on the podcast? Uh, the Panther, the season confidential thing when they showed the whole thing on Amazon. Oh, it's yeah, like the, the, all or nothing. All or nothing. There and then do he you to remember, learn how to cook. Do you remember when Devin Funches, during that Detroit game, just implored? Oh, yeah. And, and he, that's his hometown,
3: by the way. That's yeah, his that's his hometown. That's, hometown. And and that, year that's after why the he story had a big
2: game.
4: That's why the story was so big because he went back home, and that's dude, like what
3: ruined his career. Actually, he dropped. It was that every,
4: He dropped every single thing that came his way in that game, man. Y'all made fun of Robbie for drops, bro. We was we were pulling pulling fun fun over hot coals yep. when he was dropping those passes, man. Yep. That was yeah, he, rough. Not
2: find this. He was I he was, the uh, quits, but the funny thing is, I think, I'm i pretty sure the year before he lit it up though in Detroit, like he had a really good game the year before in Detroit, and I remember that was like another another one of those things, and he came and he just shit the bed.
4: Yeah, but one that Cam Newton threw a dime to him in the back of he the. Had like he no had like drops
3: in that game or something. Yeah, that's
4: what I'm saying. It was a great dude. He had a meltdown mm-hmm. getting an absolute me- and by the way like i don't want to you know he was also going through some family troubles that was documented on uh all or nothing right. as well i think he had lost a family member so again you have those games but then it was also compounded by that same year that we went to the playoffs in the superdome Funtus had many opportunities to come down
8: mm-hmm. with
4: some with some touchdown passes and it just wouldn't go up and get the ball. Now he was hurt, but dude, you're in the playoffs, man, put your body on the line. He if was not, always don't done be soft. out there.
3: That was his problem. He's always a little soft he as has a player. A diet of salad. Soft for what his you size, respect? you know. It's like it as a big mean. You know, it's like you expect them to be big and physical. He was soft. All right, let's go to the next call.
8: Hey, uh, I just want to know why does Cody know not an absolute fucking thing about football? <laughs> I'm watching today's <laughs> podcast, and all he's doing is slandering Baker Mayfield and sucking off Sam Darnold and Matt Corral, all right? Oh. I would like to have a conversation with Cody so I can personally tell him he doesn't know a fucking thing about football. Yo. All wow. right, next call. Thanks,
7: pal. Hey, guys. This is Chuck from Elizabeth City. I'm still right. Okay, Carolina Sports Guy. You know, guys, I'll just talk about Baker Mayfield. It's so regurgitated. I mean, he needs to go on the ship to Seattle. And do I feel he's better than Darnold? Barely, but yes. But it's it's just not worth bringing all these quarterbacks in it. Give Corral a chance. He doesn't have to start. Roll with Donald for the one year. Leave this situation of Baker Mayfield alone. If this organization spend as much time trying to sign a linebacker worth a damn. I'm trying to uncover every stone to trade for a top-notch linebacker. I feel a whole lot better about our roster and our starting 11 on offense and defense. But how many quarterbacks can get in a game at one time, guys? I just get so yeah. tired. It's it's just like keeping this in the news and it's off or not because you can't get but one guy on the field at a time. So let's find the linebacker.
4: Yeah, great call, man. linebacking core is something that we've all been really concerned about for a long time now. Um, But, yeah, and to your point, Chuck, that's what I've been saying, that this just what is the water. Only one quarterback is going to see the field. So what? Is it going to be Baker Mayfield and then Sam Darnold? So what, Sam Darnold is just the backup now? Okay. I mean, fine. Maybe my biggest issue is, is I want to see Matt Corral. I don't want to wait too long to see Matt Corral. I feel like Baker Mayfield gets in the way of that. And I feel like if you trade for Baker Mayfield, unless this next season is absolutely terrible with Baker as the starter, in which case Matt rule gets fired anyway. But under those circumstances, If we're trading for Baker, that's our quarterback for the foreseeable future. We have traded for Baker Mayfield, and that's now our quarterback. Not Sam Darnold. It's not going to be Matt Corral. Even in two years, it's going to be Baker Mayfield. And it's the same mediocre bullshit that we've been dealing with. And by the way, to all my critics, you can get in the call is all you want. Everything I've spoken about Baker Mayfield is 100% the truth. He is not an elite quarterback. Yes, he went to the playoffs, but he didn't take the Browns to the playoffs. It was a part of a team that went to the playoffs. Okay. Other quarterbacks have taken a team to the playoffs. Baker Mayfield is not one of those dudes. There's a reason why Odell Beckham Jr. had his father make a highlight reel of Baker not being able to get him the football. Just to get him out of Cleveland, man. Robbie Anderson doesn't want to play with this dude. Everyone is shouting to their lungs what should be apparent for everyone. Baker Mayfield is never going to be the answer for the Carolina Panthers. Right. Point
5: blank. I, I will say that Baker Mayfield's stats went up significantly when Odell Beckham left. Just saying.
4: But well, what's going to happen when he's targeting... DJ Moore religiously, regardless of if he's double-covered. I'm
5: I'm not fighting for him. I'm just laying facts out there. Yeah. Yeah.
3: DJ Moore religiously.
8: Sorry. Everybody
3: does it. That's what's going to happen until we're really, really good. Yeah. All right. Next, call. Hey, Hey,
8: Cody. It's your long-mouse brother. I mean, (laughs) I just wanted to call in and say, can you stop stealing my dance moves, bruh? Like, come on, man. You know, that's my moves. Why are you sober? And then you show videos of me and saying it's you. That's not cool. You know, it's just, come on, man. Grow up. Grow honest, up. Paul, he's sober. And it's just weird hearing you talk about negative stuff about Baker when we both know at the last reunion you were the biggest Baker fan. That's all you're talking about. <laughs> Baker, Baker, Baker. On you out, man. And then you started to do a dance. And I'm like, yo, bro, that's my moves. Why are you still my moves? Mm-hmm.
5: Anyway,
4: peace. Yeah, I jacked your moves. What you going to do about it?
1: <laughs>
3: Nothing. Next go
4: Nothing. I'm not bringing food to the family reunion anymore. How about no. that? It's
3: a minute and 47. You so was wanting was... to eat
4: my bomb-ass mac and cheese.
3: Well, now you're not. How about that? All right. uh, yeah, let's bring the video back. uh the dollar 99 which google will take like 40 percent of that's why you can also use cash app and paypal too um that will cover the monetization and when we if we get demonetized alone because that's what we would make off of the views we get probably a dollar we can always add the video
5: to the intro. (laughs) <laughs>
3: like, would it be man? See, but see, then is this is are we gonna just parody ourselves entirely? So then it would be like from Tony to laundry guy to Cody dancing guy. Like, would, it be like, would our intro be like one of those old '80s sitcoms where it's like turn, like I'm like ironing the starching it's like we're we're the gay couple that lives together i'm starching cody's shirt for when he comes home (laughs) dancing in the door like this
4: yeah i'm just dancing oh i can i can
3: work up something good my shirt oh imagine me being the laundry guy getting the stain out and then him dancing and like oh thank you
4: (laughs)
5: oh man i got a great idea
4: Okay. He said um, that dude's fatter than uh Cody. I don't know, Candace, You ain't seen me
3: lately, bro. I don't know. My, uh, room, that guy, man, right that already. guy looks great, dude. I don't know yeah, what you're He's, a y'all are. Dude. Hey, like, he's yeah. like getting it, bro. Like, if I could give if any of us walked out onto the dance floor, and did that and look like we would be owning this. He's owning that bitch. I think he got <laughs> white boots on too, white cowboy boots. Yeah, that's what I'm I, I wish I could dance like yeah, that. Like, like yeah. I got no problems with this guy. He's yeah. cooler than Matt Rule. He's, <laughs> He's cooler so than Sam. Well, that's, well, that's not hard. That's not setting the bar like, very high. Why do I feel like you know, I, you know, I don't know? This if I would say I'm cooler than Matt Rule. He got sixty four million dollars in the bank. I would be like this: is if I was broke like my ass and could dance like this or walk across Matt Rule's face like that, like I would still be like, "You got sixty four million dollars, but can you do this?" Eh.
4: I hey, mean, mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it, man. When you have a nice head of hair like that, sometimes you just kind of let the world see it, man. Let the let the wind touch that thing. Let it caress you, you know what I'm saying? So this bug is killing Shout out dude. to my homeboy. Shout yeah. out to my homeboy out there, you know, cutting a rug. And, but, man, you know he's with the ladies, man. Like, this dude, he gets it. He's doing things. gets Look, it. Look, we're turning, your, we're turning you around.
5: Look, you're trying I get to get it. I
4: mean around. I mean, it's still it's not me
3: but you know yes it is it's gonna be you when greg gets done with it yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, I'm
4: very, I, I really do want to see my head on this dude's body and tony's head on the laundry house but bo- dude that is gonna when we do that that's gonna be like the best episode of this podcast ever
3: it's gonna be a good one it's gonna be yeah, a good it's one gonna be fun. um and this was a good episode we've got uh, some a little bit well those are the calls right now we've been through the calls we've mm. been through the news We've done oh, all we the should. news. I don't really think we've missed much of anything to talk about. Um that hasn't been. So this is the dance
4: we're gonna do once we're able to get out early for once. Or when we, we get Baker like, Mayfield. Hey! Is
3: this the get Baker Mayfield dance? Or is this the Hey. If we get
4: if we get hmm. Baker Mayfield, I'm doing this dance from right off a clip.
3: Uh how about this is that first of all, Greg's making this video, and then if we get Baker Mayfield, there's making another video like this, and it's Baker Mayfield with him doing something like there's this has legs. Yeah. This has legs. Um there's a lot of irony there. Uh that's the C3 Panthers podcast brought to you by CarolinaCatchronicles.com, where every Tuesday night, check out the latest Panthers news and opinions chopped up by the fans for the fans just us reacting. You know what you find out is this, is that that's what they're doing. That's what we're doing. That's what you're doing. Just reacting, staying in tune, working together, locking arms, keeping our ear to the ground. All we do is this, is 90% of the show is people tweeting me and messaging me the news. They're like, you've seen this. Boom, boom. Like they're messaging me and they're helping me build this show. You're part of the show down there in the chat room. You are the show. You're the show In the calls at 252-228-5098. Leave a review on Spotify. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast. One cool thing that I do is, like, I just share stuff that I'm listening to because I know, like, hey, if I'm not going to give them money, the least I can do is give them a share. I've been listening to the Rewatchables podcast, Bill Simmons and – um, from the Ringer, and they watch old 80s, 90s movies or just good movies. It's been great for me. Like, I went on a road trip, downloaded a couple, watched those movies when I got there, listened to them on the way back. I didn't give them no money. What I did do is message Bill Simmons and share his podcast and being like, hey, did you notice one of the ones that I listened to was Lethal Weapon, the Lethal Weapon. I watched both Lethal, Lethal Weapon 1 and 2 this past week. And part of three lethal weapon two in their mind is the better one. I still, I like lethal weapon one the most it's, but it's less comedic and more serious. So they like the kind of blockbuster nature of two. But one of the things that was interesting, I messaged him about when I shared the link to his show was, is did you notice that lethal weapon two was all about apartheid and South Africa like those were these South African bad guys in lethal weapon. One, there was a bumper sticker on the Murtaugh family fridge that said free South Africa. So I was like, Hey, look at this. They're already setting it up in lethal weapon. One. I didn't give them no money. I just gave them a share. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's what I ask you to do for us. Share the show. And right now I'm asking my co-hosts to share their ice hook picks.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's um uh, let's see these ice up pink. So I guess I'll just uh I'll go first here. Um so basically this video kind of went viral on
3: You dancing?
4: <laughs> no, not that viral um, um This video went viral of this girl and she's working out and she's at the gym and she claims that the dudes behind her are like perving on membership.
3: All right, let's see it. Take these comments down. We'll see everything.
4: Okay, so she's so wait a second. The They're
3: trying to set the perv up already. Why are they already zooming in? That's what in? I'm
4: saying. They're like, and then she says, Do you need something? Like, he looked over there for something? a second, and then she calls him out. Like, like, said, like okay, implying that on, he so. was doing something to her. He take your
3: tangles somewhere else, girl. Look at those. Look at those calves.
4: The and then she gets like mad at him because he starts to like. Just because somebody at you briefly when
5: taking.
4: I don't know who this asshole is. Yeah.
5: But basically, he this the he's, he's about to make your point though. But, but
4: that's that, like, that, so. no, I, I don't know. I I, I didn't know what he was going to say. I didn't want to take the chance. But my my thing is is like, dude. Like, especially in today's world, where you know harassment is a big deal. Like when you do shit like this, it kind of like it makes people care less and less about yeah. real times when guys are actually being Amber Heard dicks.
1: Mm-hmm. You Amber know Herd. what I
4: mean? Like, like you doing this, like you didn't save some woman from being hit on. They weren't trying to hit on you. If anything, the personal trainer was trying to look at what the guy he was training was looking at in the mirror. So it's like, come on, man. And they were videoing
3: it, making a big fucking deal out of it. I'm going to touch into some dangerous waters here. And I don't want this to be, what do they call it when you victim shame, shame the victim Victim of like a sexual crime or something like victim shaming? Hmm. I don't want to walk into that, but I think there is like a difference between a glance, an overt action, uh, something like this. Is but we have to recognize a little bit. And I'm not saying that you're welcoming like harassment, right? But you are calling for attention.
4: Yeah. But, and the way you dress,
3: on- the way you behave, the way you put shit on the internet, the stuff like this, is you are begging. The outfit, and I'm not saying, look, is you can go work out and you shouldn't feel unsafe. You could wear whatever. I should, I guess, I should be able to wear a speedo into the gym and no one gawk. But if I walk into the fucking gym and wearing a speedo with my white ass legs, with it, with this and that, people are gonna be like, oh, he wanted us a to laugh. To at
1: look him. at her. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And so this is I do think you're right is that like we have to at this point see what the intent of shit is. And I'm not saying she wants wants people to gawk at her but she certainly dressed like that at the gym does not want people to look away. Right. And
4: by the way there's also videos of her like Showing fuck her that booty bitch. in tight pants. Fuck her. Right. Right. Look at those also, calves and those. So, ankles. One, she got cankers, last, bro. fuck her. And hey, one last thing too about it is that you don't know this guy, and now you're going to put him on blast on the internet. Right. Like you're just going to now you're going to put him out to all of your followers as some dirty pervert when you don't even fucking know this that, guy.
2: Mm-hmm. That and the fact that let's be real, she is literally Tell it again, filming herself. time. Look at how terrible it is.
3: Me, well and not it, how she's dressed but just look at the whole situation the whole situation is meant to be what are they it's like entrapment yeah
5: i mean here's the thing if he's a trainer there okay in a, a person in general but if he's a trainer there then i assume he probably works there and if so he has i mean you're going to yeah. look around i'd assume it's probably part of his job to at least look around the gym i've been people, looking at you girls know? the
3: whole time my whole life all he did was look that
5: direction like,
3: i know, <laughs> you know? Like, i mean did they I mean, whistle something did they even say he something? Dude. we don't
5: know. I couldn't tell. If he said something, then okay, I can see her it. I, upset, but like, I don't he know needs he to
3: look not. up and yeah. when they say something, be like, Yeah, we are looking at this. Is how do you have such a good ass and such terrible fucking calves?
4: Well, and by the way, the guy in the text right here, and it shows it in the original video. Uh she so she goes, Training gets caught on camera being a pervert, and when I stand up for myself he threatens to call the police and revoke my membership. Which, by the way, if he works there and he feels like you're causing look, a nobody's sting-
3: looking. What is this dude? The guy that's uh, sitting at the... Look, and he glances over. Actually makes kind of an ugly face. Yeah, and it so couldn't look, have been more than a talking. second. She still hasn't got her shirt off.
4: Yeah, but you see yeah. them talking in the background. He's talking to the guy doing the, doing the bench looking thing.
3: They could be saying, why are those people filming us?
5: Not to mention, that's a very narrow lens you're looking at there. That's probably a very wide wall. He could be looking at anything on n- near that area on that side this of the wall. This is you know?
3: TikTok attention-seeking.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's 100%. That's the only reason she's filming it anyway. Like, why else have the camera up here? Look, she's not
3: even going to do an exercise. What fucking exercise is she about to do? Is she going to do squats? Is that what she's going to do? All she has done is take off her shirt... And revealed more and fixed her bra and then yelled at the guy immediately, mm-hmm. oh, oh, immediately. she was looking immediately for that like even she didn't even do a rep let alone enough reps to necessitate
5: gawking. an exercise yeah or smite gawking at her yeah. irritating dude that was gawking. a wayne's world
4: but yeah to to, to her yeah. and to all women like this again man like you just make it hard for other women when they actually have a legitimate case of dudes being fucking weirdo perverts at the gym. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, dude. It's so dumb. I saw. I
3: yeah, you want to see the weirdo perverts, you better be careful walking into the men's room. The men's fucking dressing room at those types of gyms.
5: Yeah. <laughs> like,
3: uh... All right. Uh, who's got something else?
5: Uh, I'll knock mine out real quick. Look, like, I've been going real political mind the last few weeks and tony i'm kind of at the point where you were saying you were at when made you kind of start this podcast is like i'm just so tired of arguing with people about stuff because the thing is i'm never going to change anybody's political view never
3: on things doesn't okay
5: and it's very hard to find somebody to have a healthy conversation with you know very few people are very are open to listening to ideas so i'm going to get away from political stuff this week because i just don't feel like going down that road and it's just tiring um i just tell everybody read the whole article and vote Find somebody you believe in and vote. That's all I can say. I'm going to go, and I may have done this before, I'm going to ice up commentators, sports commentators, and all these podcasts and shows I listen to that are hyping up these USFL players. Okay. Did you see the guy spit his fucking wisdom tooth out, though? I didn't. No, I have not watched not Cody, one can you single pull that snap up? of USFL. Not Did you one see it, Cody? And, and what
1: is it?
3: The USFL God, guy. Go ahead. I want you to go with the ice-up pick, but a guy got hit. The head hit and he fucking coughed his teeth up. Yeah. Go ahead. Go with your pick. I have have
5: no doubt that some of these players are decent players. Okay. But I'm so tired of seeing these players make spectacular plays against other mediocre players. And these (laughs) analysts, these analysts being like, They're gonna make it, they're gonna make it in the NFL. Some of they're gonna be on somebody's team. And then they mention the four teams they've been on in the last four years. Well, there's a reason that they most of these players have been in the NFL. They're not on that level. I'm so tired of you. Wasn't PJ Walker the number one quarterback of the first year of the league? Uh, think him it off? was the
3: AFL, I think. Or? The uh,
5: XFL, okay. XFL. Uh, was he
3: no, XFL? The yeah. And then they had the. There was another one too, but he, you're right. He might have been XFL. But I there were some guys, right. Gilbert, yeah, uh, Gilbert, Gar- Gary Gilbert, some that we had. That was a yeah. Panther that went to the AFL. Was real good. So you're right. This is we've seen this before. It's just it,
5: it. it's minorly li- it's it's players look who are not quite on that professional level but are very good playing against other players of their level. Right. You know you're a superstar on this level, just not the next one. So I'm just Dude. so tired of hearing all these. Like I like seeing the, the plays. Look but at this I have shit, Greg. The game. Greg,
3: look at this shit. Uh, uh, this shit is crazy. This it. is their advertisement for their like oh. they tweeted this out. The boom. Damn. This mug. All right. Wait. So he gets rocked, head hit. Like, this guy's, I mean, it's a, this is a flag in the NFL. And spits
4: out fuck. two teeth. Damn. And
3: then afterwards, he goes, oh, they were just my wisdom teeth. So he's like, you did me a favor. I didn't have to get my wisdom teeth removed. Well, <laughs> How did that, man? Imagine Damn. this. Imagine hmm. the, the head hit you have to take to knock to your fucking teeth. wisdom teeth out. The and, one and get back and- here by your temple. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I can understand you get hit like a hockey player. that get hit in the face. You know what I'm saying? They get the front teeth. But to get the molars knocked out, you got to get fucking rocked, bro. Yeah. yeah. And the wisdom teeth, them mugs, they got to dig in there to get them. You ain't no mm-hmm. pulling no wisdom. You know? The surgery. But you can't yeah, pull yeah. some of them. Yeah. That shit was crazy, dude. Yeah. And the best part about it was, is that the, what's the name of the league, Greg? U- USFL. USFL? They're the ones that tweeted that out. <laughs> yeah, Come they're on, like, it. "Oh, big hit!" And it's like, "Hey, watch us!" Yeah, watch us. Is that the NFL's like, "Oh God, we've paid a bazillion dollars to the concussion foundation for
5: hits just like that." No, mm. and and my thing is, I'm not knocking the USFL. I haven't watched a single game, and I should because it probably is fun football to watch. I just think that the USFL should be its own thing and people should stop trying to say that these players who have already been in the league, the majority of them and not made it, are ready to go in the league and they're going to be something in the league because they're not. They've, they've already proven that. So and they so might. Be, maybe sports, you're going to find they, one. They met. Have you watched right. The Hustle yet? Oh my gosh. Yes. What a great movie.
3: Man, I uh, liked it way more than I expected.
4: Yeah. Same, oh, yeah. dude. I think it's oh, the yeah. best movie Adam Sandler's been in in a very long time.
5: It's not as yeah. good as loving Basketball, but it's one of the best basketball movies ever made. It was great. Yeah. It
3: was fantastic. It was kind of like, uh, what was that movie with Shaq and Penny Hardaway and um, the, God, who was Shazam. It? Blue Chips. <laughs> no, not Shazam. I think Blue, Blue Chips. I yeah, think. I think
5: that's it. Yeah.
3: It was kind of like that, where because it, it kind of gave you a little bit of the business inside. It gave you the cool angle. I loved it. I loved it. CK, you got a ice up pick for us?
2: Yeah, mine. Uh, I would give the video or the picture, but I'm just going to tell you what it is. I've just I've become increasingly more irritated with anybody who. Uh, so I'll kind of give you the background. Um, my wife's family is extremely conservative. You know bleeds red right okay um and it so they that i'm in their group chat and i don't want to be in there i hate being in their group chat because it's just i hate filled a group chat ignorance. no offense
1: guys
3: they're yeah. exhausting aren't they
2: well it is know, but also you just is. like especially when it's a family one like that you just have a bunch of people that are in an echo chamber That's stressful just, just talking about all the like just basically perpetuating all the like negative things and all the stereotypes you hear about republicans right um and and so like they have the my you know her grandfather has this flag that he flies out on his yard that says Joe and the hoe gotta go right <laughs> and, and it's so, terrible
3: it's so ridiculous that like they are, I've heard I've seen multiple ones of these right this is like f the president right I mean and, and, it, and, and it happened it's with so, Trump it's in so office far too that is right? ridiculous
2: it, it is and it's so it's so problematic and, and like. When you look at it at its surface, right, it's vulgar. Like, it's just enough to make you just, like, really... And these are, like, senior citizens, right? These are the people that were (laughs) Right, they're the people that are telling
3: us that the generation that is now is the worst generation ever and they're the best, but they're flying the fuck Biden flag.
2: Right. I mean, and that, like, listen, I mean, you can have your political beliefs, and I have no problem with that. And I'm not saying I don't lean more that direction. There are a lot of things I do lean in a more conservative factor. But for the most part, I am like straight in the middle because I am so tired of the labels. But like I cannot stand when you don't when you have a different belief than somebody else. The idea of don't, you know, go ahead and remove me from your friends list if you believe in this. Right. Like, why can't it be like, hey, you don't like this. I don't like this, but we can go get a beer. Right. Exactly. Like it's there's no fucking problem with that. Like, there's the flag no...
3: should say, I do not support blah, blah, blah.
2: Right. Exactly. It should have been or... like
3: that for Trump. It should be like that for Biden. It right. should be like, what is the message you're sending to your
2: children? Right. I'm like, in my, my wife, like, in, in, you know, my wife wants to be is by, like, just wanting to be, like, give my grandson the opportunity to get to know us. I'm just like, I don't want my grandson around him. Like, I don't because the dude's ignorant. Like, he to the ignorant to where, Like he is, he has no problem expressing his distaste for people that are of different, of of a different kind than him. If you catch my drift and I'm just like, I'm not dealing with it.
3: I know it's real,
2: right? It's real. And and it's just like, it's getting to a point where I'm getting like, I guess in my age, I know that I'm getting older and I know they say you get more conservative, the older you get. I feel like I'm getting the opposite because I'm just seeing such hatred on both sides of this whole thing and uh well, you're, you're actually some,
3: not getting the opposite you're becoming more disaffected right you know you're not becoming more liberal necessarily right. you're just becoming more anti
2: right and so like my whole thing is if you're somebody who has this mindset that if you don't believe in what i believe you're like the one of the like you're go fuck off right you're you know you can go suck a dick your mom sucks you know every cock in the house right like that doesn't like just being that type of person who's that vulgar who wants to be able to just yell at other people because they don't believe in what you believe is just so irritating and it's exhausting and quite honestly it's a lesson that you're teaching a, a generation of people that uh that's going to end to the demise of the of the entire de- democratic process in the united states anyway maybe that's a bit aggressive but that's just it, it's it's gotten to that point where i'm just so fed up with it so if you're one of those people ice up
3: well i think this is and sorry i like to comment just because i'm the professor Um, and i like to be involved in these discussions but when your guy is in office you want people to respect them and be diplomatic and shit like this about it and then when it's not your guy or gal in office you feel like you can as this olive uh something olive uh, i saw this comment earlier olive teacher kids don't protect them right Right. Like I yeah, I want to I'm not trying to shelter my kids to a degree where I don't want them to understand the world. But don't we on this very podcast sometimes fret with the language? And then when Noah and Connor call in, we go, wait a second is like, can we have these same discussions in a more mature way where I could tell Noah and Connor and this and that, that I don't like Sam Darnold, but I don't have to make references to blah, 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 And so that's my thing is I was actually a lot easier on a guy that people are very hard on in Donald Trump than most people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like uh, there was things I didn't support that he did and didn't support his – actually, it was his vulgarity that I had the big problem with. Mm-hmm. It was just the example of the way the language was. A lot of the policy and the hardball in China, and there's some cool things that, like – I thought that he was going to be horrible at foreign policy and he actually won foreign policy. So like, it was just the vulgarity of Trump. That was really not just, but that was a problem for me is like, I don't want to teach my kids to talk to people like that. Mm -hmm. So here's an example of this is there's a watering hole I go to and there's a bouncer there and he was working. He was not working one day. I don't like this guy, by the way. He was not working, but he was drinking at the bar. He was like, I just got my fuck Joe Biden flag. Like, he was bragging about it. And I didn't say, I was not. I was like, I'm not going to talk about this shit. I'm not going to talk about it. Like, I refuse. I don't give a fuck. And, like, he, he was, like, trying to egg a conversation on. He's like, but I didn't hang it up because I live around a bunch of black people. I was scared. And I was, like, in my head, I was just thinking, well, doesn't that fucking tell you something? <laughs> that like you're embarrassed to do what you wanted, you know what I'm saying? Like you're mm-hmm. like like just but put a, a. I don't support standard, Joe though, Biden. Just put no Biden. But and I no think, Biden, I or you know what I'm saying? But like to go, it was so far over the crest that you but, become the asshole. Like you but, might even have a good reason to not like. Joe. There's plenty of reasons to not like Joe Biden and the Democrats. There's a ton of reasons. Mm -hmm. But when you're teaching the message of that, how about this? Is that when George Bush was like, we want to, at least I want to teach my kids to respect people that have different opinions than them. To not agree with them, to not jump off the bridge with them, but to not lash out and be a complete dick. Right. I want to teach my kids different. And you know what is let other people do that. But that's just not a quality that we should be endure. Indor- uh, I want to endure, so I'm with you, ZK.
4: But ha- right. I want to say one thing on this though. Like again, you can say that there was a major difference between Trump and Biden, but people did not have a problem showing their disdain for Donald Trump, exactly. or having s- or having signs that said "fuck Donald Trump" 100%. and this and that. And then like, uh, uh, but so I don't even know if I, I saw all- a bunch right, of "fuck Trump." It was just like, like no Trump. But CK's parents, like, I, I get it. They're coming at it from, like, a, the, the wrong kind of way to, to look Step-uncle.
2: at it. Step-uncle. I, mean, I uh, think that
4: even, uncle, even, even people who don't follow politics are probably on board with the fuck Joe Biden thing at this point. Inflation's higher than it's been in 40 years, and gas prices in America have never been this high. People already don't want Joe Biden to run again for president in 2024. They know that he's going to lose. It used to be the thing of conspiracy to say, oh, Joe Biden's old and out of his mind, and people are just being mean to him. No, he's literally an old man who's 78, 79 years old in the twilight of his life, and everybody's done with him, man.
3: All good criticisms, but you don't have to go to the most base, debased language.
2: To be quite honest, this is that
3: Biden's too old. Vote for something new. Right.
5: You're right. But I think it also depends on how passionate you are about the thing. I mean, Tony, things things, things that make us the things that make us react like that are what we're passionate about. Right. Right, Like and some people may be extremely passionate about the fact that they have to pay six dollars at the pump and that, the you know, inflation. That's
3: not a president that does that shit.
1: But what is
3: his it, policy? Like it should be like it's his, it's his job to create fuck, policy. Oh, wait, that fuck fixes the money problems. that I accepted over the last two years that then made the money not worth shit. Like, no, it's like it's just too name calling. Let's make the subject have some more depth than just name calling.
5: I agree with you on that. You shouldn't be a person who just, just is just mad at those two things. But if you're deeply into politics, if it's one of your passions, and this is something you feel, I, I feel like it's something you might now posting. Would, you, it have as a, you have kids. You have kids, right? Saying it and posting it as a sign are two different things, though. You have I, I'll, kids, I'll give right? That. Yes, I do.
3: You have kids. Mm-hmm. Would you, um, you like? All right. So, do you, are you passionate about um, Mar, what, Marvel or DC?
5: Yeah, a little bit.
3: Which one do you oh, are DC. you passionate about? DC. You like yeah. DC or you hate DC?
5: I loved I like DC more. Yes.
3: So would you put a sign like a flag outside your house that said fuck Marvel? It's, and you're passionate about it, but you let your kids walk by. It's would it's, you it's, like let that would you or you just say this? Would you not just try to convince your kids that you, DC's better?
5: No, no. I agree with what you're saying, but my point is what I'm trying to say is there's a difference there because Marvel's not doing anything to fuck me over. Marvel's not oh, making my well, life harder dude. every they're day. They're
3: sucking money out of us for them as much as goddamn. They've sucked more money out of you than the federal government. But they're has. trying to deliver good <laughs> well, no, content. <laughs> you're right
5: that that was good. i, I, was I, like, what, I what about, but you you know what? You're probably close to you're probably close listen, to being right. I, I hear what that, Greg not, is trying to know. say though.
4: When you're involved in it and you feel like you have a right enough reason to be able to feel some type of way, it doesn't matter what kind of politician you are, if you're the president or not. If somebody feels like you're doing a job that's worthy of someone having a flag that says, fuck someone, it's not my style. But if someone feels that vehemently about it, they got the right to do it. It might not be the best way.
3: Were you not uh, slightly upset? When people came on this phone call and told you you didn't know fucking shit about football. Do do
4: you think I give a fuck
3: about this? I mean, a little bit in your Mm -hmm. heart of hearts. Would you you call in and tell somebody that? What I'm saying is this, is that I fully agree with people having an opinion, a position, this and that. But can we not? We just went from a place we were just had two ice up picks ago where we weren't even trying to convince anybody of anything. All I'm saying (laughs) is this is like, you don't gotta fucking call. Like, I could just tell you a million reasons why Biden's policy sucked, Mm -hmm. but I don't have to call him a child molester.
2: You're right. Or the vice president, who, (laughs) by the way, like we talk about the vice president, like the whole point of this is like Joe and the like, it's really nice to Joe Biden on this flag. Joe in the hoe, right? Like <laughs> it's like, oh, like, by the
3: way, this poor black woman who's the first fucking <laughs> black vice president and first woman pr- vice president,
2: but also the most absentee, like you don't hear from her at all of what anything she's done, right? Joe Biden had he a did more
3: fucking fuck with Pence a lot, though.
2: Joe Biden had a more active <laughs> vice presidency than, than Camilla does, right? Let's be real about it. Um True. And, and so Like the reality is, is throwing, like putting that into perspective, like, like that's just the irritation to me is there is no reason to bring in something that you, you know, obviously you probably read on the internet that may or may not be true um, about an affair she had or something like that to get her to where she's at, right? There's a lot of this stuff that comes into play. Don't give a fuck. Right. Right. Don't give a fuck. Every person
3: in the world does, goes through shit like, no, don't care. Care But those exact
2: same people are the ones who will say nothing about, The Donald Trump Stormy Daniels stuff. The you know grab her right by the right like yeah like the reality is like this exactly that's the part that I'm talking about. Is it so? It's it's the problem that I have with it is it's so hypocritical. Like if you're somebody who has felt this way, fuck Joe Biden, you were pissed off that these people were saying the exact same shit about Trump, right? Yes, every single one of you that have had that mindset,
3: they went nuts on Obama when he didn't wear the fucking american flag pin on his right suit, you know what i'm saying like is this is again if it's your guy you're going to fucking defend him to the end mm-hmm. if it's the opposite i just don't like the vulgarity
2: right
5: i get I That's, that you're right like like i mean here's like, the let's thing. just it's,
3: have it's, a
2: more developed sophisticated
3: <laughs> conversation
2: the and the parties here's the thing the parties can be evil we don't have to be Right. Like, that's the thing is we don't have to be these people who who like we can we can continue to live a life uh, like here. What do they say? Right. If everybody just starts to take an eye for an eye. Right. And the whole world will be blind. Right. That's the yeah. avenue that we're going. Like, that's what's happening. It just continues to get worse and worse. The idea of just resorting to name calling and like this, this really clever way of saying, fuck Joe Biden, which is let's go, Brandon. Like, this was such a clever way to get a code out there. Like, it's not fucking clever.
3: It's uh, so actually, that's actually kind of funny because it was very organic. Sea uh, Dog right. says, Keep politics off the show. It's the ISO picks right now. We get to do whatever we want during the ISO
5: picks. We went two and a half hours. And we're also not taking either side. I think we're right. all. Actually, kind of-
3: yeah. I feel like we're really being cool on this. This is right. like anti political. Right. Um, but anyway yeah I here is really this wanna, and one other thing because somebody said this is that they're like the hoe that's the problem and i there might be saying this sarcastically who knows like what the context i can't read no it. he's
4: not he was saying that there's connotation for african-americans especially women being called here's like, my thing things things. is
3: this in the john adams who was our first vice president he he said this he said in my country's infinite wisdom they found the most insignificant position for me. He recognized that the vice president, John Adams sat in there. John Adams loved to argue. He loved to argue like he was a debater. He was a master debater. Uh Um, He wanted to be, he was involved, Continental Congress, all this shit. He got elected to a position that the only thing you did was sit and wait for the Senate to have a tie. Like, it is the most insignificant. It's a position. It's like the backup quarterback Uh on the team that likely will not have the quarterback get injured. What I'm saying is this, is you cannot say that Camille is the problem. She's, like, insignificant in this. It's like, and by the way, her having affairs would only be better if you're an anti- Biden person, because that means she's less involved in policy. She's busy out there fucking. Like, I don't even get it. I don't even get it. I'm just to the
4: point where I hate them all. I think they're all liars. I think that people vote for them and they think that there's a difference between these people. They all tell you that they're different. They all serve the same fucking masters. That's what everybody needs to come away with.
3: No, you know what? The problem is this, is that the voter, the electorate, is not more sophisticated. If we were more sophisticated, they would be more sophisticated. <laughs>
5: That's it. Yeah, I, I agree with you right there, Tony. What you're saying because Cody, I I get what you're saying, Cody, but I don't want to say that because saying that means that the system is broken. We but allow saying this. that means means there's no solution, and that there is a solution because like, no, we like, allow like, this. But there right. is we a they, they work for us. Like
3: you, we allow all this to happen. If we were cooler people, we would have cooler people leading us. Mm
4: -hmm. Yeah. No, but we talk about change until it's time to enact it, and then we vote for the same old establishment shills that have been around forever and expect different shit. Hey, that's funny. It's kind of like the Panthers doing the same old shit over and over and expecting different results. Like, yeah, you're going to continue to get the same shit if you're voting for the same, same establishment shells, but right. I
1: don't know. The, we right. are, the water
3: about. is like, you can't separate the water from the reservoir. You know, yeah. it's like the water that comes out of your faucet is the water that comes from the reservoir. So you want our politicians to be better. You want us, you want our society better, be better. We all have to be better. Yeah, Like, that's it. Like, I'm sorry. Like, if it's, it's like, we allow all this fucking shit to happen. We allow, uh-huh. we allow our fucking people to we 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 get B players to go into politics. Uh-huh. Come on, we allow uh-huh. C players be teachers. That's what happened. Like okay, all right. So um, while, while, my- while
1: we've been
4: talking about this, Robbie Anderson tweeted out: egos and arrogance. Are detrimental.
2: Oh, he's watching the show.
5: I was gonna say he's gotta be know. watching the show. What does that be. even
3: fucking mean?
5: I don't know. Get the translator. That's out. Like,
3: actually. He did not write this. <laughs> His fucking agent wrote this. First of all, there are no random capitalizations. There are no random common nouns that have been capitalized. He double. He did not it. write this tweet. He did not write this tweet.
2: No, he was trying to talk about. He's saying egos and uh, fragrance. American.
4: <laughs> 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 Echoes
3: in <laughs> Airborne. Uh, he yeah, didn't he, write he's be he did not fucking write this tweet. All right, my ice up pick goes to the East Carolina Panthers at heart. This is bittersweet. I said the East Carolina Panthers. Ooh, I gotta go to bed. The East Carolina Pirates, my alma mater. Uh bittersweet, tough, tough uh week and awesome week for pirate fans. The ECU baseball team. Um We have a very good baseball team that each year is very, very competitive for our school size and things like this. Um, I mean, they are always on the cusp. They never make the college world series. They never make the college world series, but we've hosted regionals. We've hosted super regionals. We're always good. And any year that there's great expectations, they kind of get dashed. So, we had a year last year we went deep. We almost made it this year. We're bringing back We're youth, we got like a combination of great things. This is our year. There was so much hype. Our number one ACE gets popped for some PDP test or something like this. He says he took something from a vitamin store and this and that but he we lost carson wizenhunt for a whole year and he's going to be drafted like he was a he's an ace like he's what we actually needed this year yeah. um the 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 pirates started out poorly like really bad like it was non-conference though they went like 14 and 14 and, and like in college baseball you got to be dominant you got to be fucking dominant to just So it looked early on like we were going to suck. And all of a sudden, after the first month of play, the Pirates just fucking scrapped and scrapped and just did it and did it and went hot. They became the hottest team in America. They won 20 games in a row. Wow. 20 straight games. Like, they were fucking beating that ass to the point where it was kind of like when you're in the march madness and you're a lower seed and you're just hot and you know you're like all of a sudden you're in the final four Mm -hmm. we get texas texas has been to the college world series like 37 times we've never been you know i'm saying they are the power they're a powerhouse we are the underdog who have beaten two teams on the way there all of a sudden we have the we're the underdog who has been playing at home too we got the home crowd Five six thousand people coming out to a baseball field. This shit is hype as fuck. So hype. It was great. It's such a great atmosphere. The pirates win the first game against the against Texas, the Longhorns. And then in the second so it's a double elimination. It's a double elimination thing. So you have to lose two games. Um and the Pirates had already lost one, but we won the first game. We were up seven two, yeah. So it was double eleven el- elimination. So we won the first game against the big dog. Second game, we're up seven. Uh, they go up two one, in like the second inning. Inning, and we roll off five runs. It's seven two in the seventh, and we lose the game. So you get one more chance, one more fucking chance. And the Longhorns beat them 11-1. to 1. And it is David and Goliath type thing a little bit. But here's the lesson. Here's the ice up. I guess it's bittersweet. The Pirates had such a fucking incredible season for them. It was like a weird, awesome season and great for the fans. But lesson here is 7-2, you got to close the door. The coach said it. He said we had our chance. It wasn't this last game. It was the game before we let it slip through our hands. Mm-hmm. So you got to win. You got to win. And we we could have been there. We could have been to the College World Series. And be honest, man, Texas is probably a better overall team than us. But we were hot. We were doing it. This sucks, man. Close the door. Shut the, shut the door. Shut a door. Shut a door. Close a window. Whatever you want to do seize the moment so i hate to say it man i'm proud of them they had a great season but ice up to that letting it slip through your fingers that's the c3 panthers podcast brought to you by carolina cat chronicles.com where every tuesday night we chop up the latest panthers news and opinions from the fan perspective i do it cody lashney my wheel man where can they find you
4: you can find me on twitter at cody lax c-o-d-y-l-a-c uh if you're watching and you would like to join the C3 Panthers podcast. Well, Friday is your opportunity to do so. Every Friday at 7 p.m., you can join the Friday free-for-all. Man, we have a bunch of people in the chat here that always show up. Like my man, Kenneth Panther Pickle. Drew was in here tonight. Kevin, everyone, man. It's a, it's a good time. So um, I post the link to the stream yard so a- anyone can come in and join, hang out, talk to me. Tell me I don't know shit about football. Tell me that that guy, uh, you know, I stole his dance moves or whatever the fuck. Uh, and yeah, that's it, man.
3: Ikeem Sills says he said, "Master debater, I'm weak." My other good joke <laughs> is, and I've rolled with this one for two years straight during during COVID, is no mask debating. I don't want to. Na- I don't want to mask debate in public. CK, where can they find your work?
2: Uh, yeah, you can find me on, uh, any social media network, uh, Allen, the Twitter, the TikToks, all that, play, you know, all that stuff. Um, and mainly Twitter, I think, now is my, uh, my main squeeze. But, uh, yeah, just come, uh,
5: stop by say, hey, what's up? Greg? You can find me at the Bat Daddy 52 on Twitter. It's my only form of social media. Check out, uh, Geeks Chasing Squirrels Across the Multiverse 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube on Friday nights, uh, After you get the Friday free for all roll in there, it's pretty fun. We talk everything Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, DC, you know, anything streaming, any kind of movies, comics, all that good stuff. It's a fun time.
3: Cody, fuck vulgarity and take us out of here. All
4: right. Until next time, Panther faithful. Keep
0: pounding. Keep pounding. Pounding.